high school football action on 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's head to the gridiron for WRBI's countdown to kickoff. Welcome in, Friday night football fans. Terrence Arney alongside Tom Snape, and we're at the dog pound for week eight in uh, this 23. 23- uh, 2023 campaign. The Bulldogs coming in tonight, a whopping six and one. Tom, indeed, and uh, number three in the uh, Class 3A coaches poll, number seven in the Max Preps uh, 3A coaches poll. EIAC small school uh, division champs with a three and zero record in the uh, 3A division. Um, conversely, the Franklin County Wildcats at uh, three and four on the year, and uh, so uh, it's a as you like to say, Terrence, a good old fashioned dog and cat fight. That's exactly what we have here. It's also. Senior night. In fact, as we speak, the uh, public announcer, uh, uh, public announcer here at the stadium, is recognizing not just the uh, nine football seniors uh, that the Bulldogs have here tonight. They've also honored uh, the senior band members as well as the cheer team. Yeah, indeed, a great atmosphere as always, and uh, of course the uh, you know final uh, regular season home football game here at the Dog Pound, and uh, so we get ready for tonight's game between Franklin County and Batesville. Tonight's game brought to you by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutsweller, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza. Fleetwood Chevrolet, Gehrings, Vagley Napa Auto, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Tudor Square Realty, and our scoring drive sponsor, Assured Partners Insurance. Well, we want to thank you for joining us for Countdown to Kickoff. Um, just a little while more here before we actually have um, actual game out on the field, but we will use that time wisely. My good friend Tom, being the true newsman that he is, <laughs> he's used those overwhelming connections that he's had. I'm telling you, this guy is connected better than a switchboard to make touch uh, to touch base with both coaches, Coach Evan Allery for the Bulldogs, as well as uh, Franklin County's coach, Wes Gilman. Talk to them and get their thoughts about the game. We've got all that and more for you coming up on Countdown to Kickoff. In just a little bit, you're listening to High School Football on Country 103.9 WRBI. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. And we're joined at this time by the head coach of the Franklin County Wildcats, Wes Gilman. And uh, coach, uh, your assessment of your team uh, coming into week eight? Uh, not like what we expected. Uh, we've been bitten by the injury bug pretty heavily. Uh, started week one, 
Um, and I feel like a broken record talking about this every week, but uh, we have seven starters out with injury. Uh, three of our captains started week one at Newcastle. We lost our quarterback. Uh, you know how that is. I mean, you lose a I don't care if you're an NFL team, you lose your quarterback and that hurts you. Uh, high school, it's magnified because you just don't really have the guy behind him at that caliber. But uh, then we lost, you know, we lost our starting receiver, who's also our starting corner. Uh, we lost our starting linebacker, outside backer, who's also a receiver. Uh, middle backer, running back. Um, we've just been bitten by the injury bug. It's been an awful year. Um, but, you know, we started thinking back, and past two years we, we've been pretty lucky with injuries. Uh, this year has just been unlucky. Um, but, you know, we're, we're very young. Uh, we were young to start with. I think we only have eight seniors. Um, uh, and we've gotten younger as, as the year's gone on because of these injuries. But our young kids are coming. They're, they're, they're coming along. Um, I think they're playing hard. They're just not experienced. Um, and, and, you know, I just keep telling them, look, guys, go out there and just, just play hard. That's half the battle. You know, you're, you're going to uh, – there's going to be times where you don't execute well or you're playing a guy and, and, you know, across from you that's just a little bit more physical, a little bit bigger, a little bit more experienced. But just keep playing hard. Uh, eventually things will start going our way. I know they're going to go our way in the future and uh, in, in coming years. Uh, this year's just been tough, man. When you lose seven starters, you have seven – I look over the sidelines and I look at these seven starters and I think, holy cow, you know, if these, if you guys were in the game, what would it be like? But we're past that. You know, we're past that, and, and we're going with the guys that are here. Uh, that's all we can do and just keep playing hard and, and hope for the best. And, of course, your opponent tonight, the Batesville Bulldogs, a sec, you know, potential sectional opponent. But uh, um, other than what uh, you talked about as far as playing hard and competing, uh, where's some keys for your guys tonight? So Batesville's a talented team. Um, I've watched a lot of film on them. Um, they played. I thought they played East Central really tough. Uh, I think the score was very lopsided, but uh, you watch that first half, and they made East Central work for everything. Uh, then you watch other games. Uh, um, they seem to kind of play to their their level of, 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 of opponent, uh, somewhat. And I'm not trying to put bulletin board material out there or anything, but you know they played Milan uh, and kind of squeaked by. Um, uh, I think South Dearborn played with them pretty tough. Um, I'm trying to remember some other games. Lawrenceburg was a very close game. They're a good team. I mean, they're big. They're physical. Um, you could really tell they were fired up against East Central. East Central is just a different animal. I mean, that might be the best team in the state of Indiana, regardless of class. But Batesville is a talented team. They're big. Uh, they they love to run the ball, uh, but then they'll, they'll run play action and um, – you know, put their backs out in the flats. They'll throw their tight end, and then obviously they'll throw it up to twenty Kaiser, and he's six five. So it's going to be a challenge for our guys. Uh, there's no doubt Batesville is a good team. Um, I'm pretty sure they've already wrapped up the 3A conference, uh, so they're conference champions. Um, it's an opportunity for our kids tonight to play against a good opponent. Um, and if we match their physicality and match their toughness and just play hard, I think we can play with them. I really do. I, I, I don't know if we can win the game. Um, but if we if we play hard, we can play with Batesville, and that's all we're looking for. All right, well, uh, Coach Wes Gilman of the Franklin County Wildcats, we appreciate your time this evening. Uh, good luck, and as always, have fun. All right, thank you. All right, once again, our thanks to Coach Wes Gilman of the Franklin County Wildcats for joining us in tonight's pregame show. We'll be back with more after this on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. 
That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. And we're joined at this time by the head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey. And, uh, Coach, uh, congratulations on the 3A uh, small school title. But, uh, you know, it's on to the next. And tonight it's a, a potential sectional rival in uh, Franklin County. And it's a team that's been uh, hit by the injury bug this year. But uh, what have you seen from film that uh, has jumped out at you and your coaching staff about them? Well, I mean, they, they do have some young, really good young talent, to be honest. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, when, when we're looking at it, you know, I'm like, man, I really like, you know, this kid and that kid. And you go look and you look at a roster, you know, good size, and a lot of them are sophomores, juniors. So, um, you know, yeah, Wes is unfortunately, you know, you just have years where, you, you know, you get you get a few guys dinged up and it just kind of snowballs. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, you know, Wes is a good coach. He's going to have his guys prepared and ready to go, and they're going to do what they do and do it really well. Um, I think defensively they do a lot, of, a lot of things well. I think maybe last week was maybe just a tough matchup uh, in South Dearborn's pass attack, but I think they defend the run very well, and uh, we like to run the football, so I think it's an interesting matchup tonight. And uh, some keys tonight uh, for your guys to get out of here with a win. Well, I think we got to stay ahead of the sticks. Uh, I think we've done a pretty good job limiting uh, you know, turnovers and things like negative plays. Um, like I said, we just got to play clean football penalty-wise. I think that's kind of been really our, our issue this year is if we've committed penalties, uh, it's been sometimes tough to overcome. Um, so I think if we stay ahead of the sticks, you know, put us in some good situations where Jaisal can either beat you with his legs, his arms, get the ball to Pullman or one of his weapons. Uh, we're, we're, we're really tough to stop offensively. So we just got to, again, just stay out of our own way at times and, uh, you know, and let the guys up front just continue to do what they do and that's uh, give us running lanes and run the football. And, of course, uh, everybody's uh, dinged and nicked up this time of year and heading into week eight. Uh, do you have any uh, major uh, health issues with your uh, team tonight? No, I think we've kind of got through the wave of the sickness, uh, fortunately. So, you know, um, you know, I think a big thing tonight for us is, um, you know, again, just continue to build our depth, um, build our continuity um, as we get in. You know, we're already at week eight. It's crazy. Um, you know, it's, we're just trying to, you know, again, be a better team tonight. Um, and, and be more well-versed, uh, you know, sections right around the corner. So, um, you know, we still got to feed the ball to our guys. But, um, again, just overall, like I said, it's a long sleet season. It's going to be a long postseason as well. And we just want to be the best that we can be uh, here in a couple weeks. Well, uh, Evan Ulrey, coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, we appreciate your time this evening. Good luck. And, as always, have fun. All right, thank you. All right, once again, our thanks to Coach Evan Ulrey of the Batesville Bulldogs for joining us in tonight's pregame show. And we'll be back with more after this on 103.9 WRBI. 
Flu season is right around the corner. And again this year, Margaret Mary Health recommends the flu shot as your best line of defense. If you'd like to get the whole family vaccinated with one convenient stop, they're offering drive through flu clinics at the Batesville Street Department garage on October 19th and 25th. Appointments are not necessary, but you will need to bring your insurance card with you. To learn more, visit the news section online at mmhealth.org. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Countdown to kickoff continues here at the Dog Pound. Terrence Arney alongside Tom Snape. Tom, what do you have on the tail of the tape? Well, as far as the uh, Franklin County Wildcats are concerned, coached by uh, Wes Gilman in his sixth season in uh, Brookville, his tenth overall, of course, you remember the four years that he uh, coached and uh, started the uh, Oldenburg Academy program. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the uh, as uh, Coach mentioned, they are an injury-riddled ball club and a young ball club at that. Fifteen freshmen, 22 sophomores, 10 juniors, and nine seniors on the roster. However, as uh, you can imagine, a lot of those guys uh, gutted uh, you know, a lot of holes in the lineup and so forth. They average uh, tw- just under 22 points a game, but they're giving up 31 a contest. Um, they uh, have wins against uh, Connersville, Rushville, and, of course, uh, Greensburg two weeks ago. And then last week uh, they were uh, really bothered by that passing attack by the South Dearborn Knights mm. down in Aurora. So, again, three and four and uh, you know, just uh, looking to at least uh, compete and uh, hang with this uh, Batesville Bulldog uh, team, which is, uh, of course, uh, Number 11 in Class 3A in the coaches' poll. Number 7 in the uh, Max Preps rankings in Class 3A. Uh, Coach Evan Ulrey in his eighth season at Batesville with a f- record of 47 wins and 37 losses. And a defense that has uh, pitched two shutouts uh, this year. Week 2, 21 to nothing against Milan. And, of course, last week at Greensburg, 49 to nothing. Averaging just under 31 points a game while giving up 18 a contest. So, as uh, we've seen, and, of course, the word is out there. Uh, I mean, no big secret yes. at this time of the year. That's a very good, uh, solid defense. I mean, yes, the uh, everybody pays attention to the offense. But uh, the fact is that uh, Batesville is a really, really strong defense, and it's evidenced by the fact that uh, they've been able to pitch two shutouts in the season. One thing that I noticed when you were speaking with Coach Allery, Tom, and and one of the things that he brought up on his own, not provoked by you in terms of his concerns for this game, he pointed to something that you and I talk about every single week, and that's the Bulldogs being able to stay on schedule and stay ahead of the sticks. I thought it was interesting that that's something that Coach Early thinks about, too, that when they fall behind the sticks, he's recognized, just like you and I, that sometimes those possessions um, are, are in harm's way, if you would, in terms of getting points on the board. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you know, as they say, uh, stay on, staying on schedule, staying ahead of the sticks, and, uh, you know, providing a lot of options for you on offense. Uh, you know, it's a world of difference of a, uh, a third and four, say, as opposed to a third and seven and a third and eight, right. things of that nature. So uh, that's uh, just something that uh, he – and he's, he's pointing toward the sectional, no question about yes. looking into the postseason, that that's something that he wants to get better every week. I mean, that's something 
and that's his mantra. That's what he preaches, getting better every week, competing, and uh, with the eye on the sectional. I mean, they, they, they took care of job one, first goal. That's winning the uh, conference. Right, right. Small school division of the EIAC. Next one is uh, winning a sectional championship. Well, you got to get there. Of course, you got to crawl before you walk yes. and walk before you run. So uh, th- that's kind of his mindset and uh, worrying about week eight. And then uh, once this is out of the way, it's on to the next one, week nine, and so on and so forth. Just taking them one at a time. Yes, it's cliche, but that's uh, pretty much what it's, what it's all about. That's what uh, Coach Ulrey preaches. Yeah, the one thing um, about Wes Gilman's team and his comments there, you could tell um, that they have just been devastated by the injury bug and a little different from the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, they had, they, it was sickness. Sickness, yep. you can get over because you know in three or four days they're going to be back. But injury, yeah. a lot of that, t- a lot of times that might be the season for some of those kids. Yeah, indeed it is. I mean, we've seen uh, several of the Wildcats uh, limping around on crutches and arms and slings and things of that nature. So it's, uh, it's a team that has been really uh, racked by the injuries, as Coach Gilman talked about. And, uh, and of course, uh, Evan already addressed it in his comments, the fact that they had those uh, uh, a rash of sickness there yeah. in the middle of the season, and uh, they've gotten over those. But, uh, yeah, but a lot of these were these guys where they're wearing slings and all kinds of pads and, uh, you know, hobbling around on crutches and things of that nature. And uh, uh, that's, you know, sickness is one thing, as you mentioned, Terrence, but um, injury, that's a whole other animal. Yeah, no doubt about that. What are some of the other games, Tom, that we're going to be watching for our listeners here tonight? Well, of course, our uh, WRBIRadio.com game and also on the new WRBI app it is Greensburg. you got the uh, number one team in Class 4A, the 7-0 East Central Trojans. Jerry Stanger and John Heil will have that for you on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Kickoff at 7.30, and we'll be uh, joining that. Uh, if you're on the uh, streaming on the web, uh, you'll be joining that one at 7.10. Also, uh, Edinburgh at the uh, number 11 team in 1A, that is the North Decatur Chargers, senior mm-hmm. night at Ed Kalen Field. And here's an interesting matchup at the TP. It's uh, the South Decatur Cougars of Coach Rod Martin. They've uh, rattled up six straight wins. Wow. Uh, battling the uh, 13th team in Class 1A, the Milan Indians. So uh, that's going to be uh, an interesting one that uh, we're going to keep an eye on. Of course, also involving two uh, WRBI coverage schools. Some other games involving EIAC teams tonight. We uh, should have some information for you on. The number 10 team in Class 3A, the Lawrenceburg Tigers, visiting the Connersville Spartans. And the South Dearborn Knights take the trip up to Rushville to take on the Lions. So a lot of football action here on a football Friday night. We'll keep you abreast of scores and highlights as they come into us. Um, but it, more importantly, we've got you set right here for this dog and cat fight with the Franklin County Wildcats coming in, looking to steal one, if you would, Tom, yeah. from uh, the Batesville Bulldogs, both teams at this point have come out onto the field uh the wildcats occupying the near sideline from our vantage point here in the press box the bulldogs they're in front of the home team on the opposite side of the field all of these players have hat in hand that tells us that there's almost time for the playing and singing of the national anthem so with that we will step away briefly and when we come back We'll have live action from the Dog Pound in Week 8 in high school football. You're listening to Country 103.9 at WRBI. 
Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Ison'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Make some time to visit your local Napa store, Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. This month, get a five-quart jug of select varieties of Mobile One Advanced Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $34.99. One-gallon jug of Mobile 15W30 Delvac 1300 is just $17.99. Napa Max Premium Starting Fluid, $7.19 a can. And get ready for cold weather with Napa Max Windshield De-Icer, just $3.29 a can. Visit Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Southeastern Indiana's Sports Voice is Country 103.9, WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football is brought to you this evening in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutzler, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. And both teams, both sets of teams captains, the Wildcats with three team captains out on the field. The Bulldogs bring their four captains. Uh, They meet with the officials right smack dab in the center of the big Bulldog head uh, there at midfield. Typically, Tom, the Bulldogs like to defer. They want to get that scoring opportunity to start the second half. And if it really goes their way, they'll do their best to score. They'll be the last one to score going into the locker room at the end of the first half. Yeah, something that we talk about uh, a lot, uh, the uh, the possession of the end of the court of the half and then the possession at the uh, start of the second half as Batesville wins the toss, but they have referred, and uh, the Franklin County Wildcats will receive. The Wildcats will be going from our left to our right, so they'll be driving toward Interstate 74. They're in their uh, Navy helmets with the white jerseys and the Navy pants and uh, the Jerseys uh, trimmed in uh, navy, also silver and Columbia blue. The Batesville Bulldogs with the white helmets, the royal blue jerseys, and the white pants. And, of course, the uh, letters and numerals on the jerseys trimmed in silver. So uh, that's uh, our fashion report for the night, if you will. So, yes. again, it will be the uh, Batesville Bulldogs kicking off to the Franklin County Wildcats. And uh, it's like they're actually going to reverse. I don't know if oh, they're doing some stretching. I thought some of the guys were Franklin uh, <laughs> County Wildcats were going, yeah. where are they going? Because you're, you're – you're going, gotta go driving toward the interstate in the first quarter. So, uh, 
So it looks like uh, they're all set. They're all uh, limber and everything. So we're about ready to get things underway. And tonight's officiating crew, the referee is J.P. Patterson, and his crew is comprised of the umpire, Drew Calvert. Michael Moran is the head linesman. The line judge is Ryan Guillory, and Daniel Huckstep is the back judge. And for the Wildcats, back to receive this Brady 1L kickoff. Number six, Carter Dozier, and he's joined by number 12, Blake Stevenson. These past two weeks, Tom, the Bulldogs have done just this. They've kicked off and has allowed their defense to get a really hot start. Yeah, and that's the thing. Of course, we talked about the defense, the fact that uh, everybody pays attention to the offense. But, the, you know, as they say, the defense wins championships. And uh, that's what's uh, really has been uh, two of the three-legged stool that has uh, really uh, done a great job yes. uh, throughout the season, the fact that the defense has come up big. One else kick in the air now. It's going to be fielded cleanly just inside the 15-yard line. Straight up the middle goes Stevenson, and he's got some room to move as he crosses the 50, and he'll finally be ran out of bounds, but not before he gets inside a Bulldog territory. And this was something that Batesville had shorn up uh, in the uh, previous weeks. Uh, of course, they had problems with it at uh, Indian Creek and also against Milan. But uh, is the kick coverage. But the fact that Stevenson was able to bring it, but there is a penalty marker on the field, however, so it will be holding against the Franklin County Wildcats. So uh, wipe that out, but still uh, an area of concern that uh, you know you still got to shore up. Uh, we talk about offense and defense, but you know you can't forget about special teams. And uh, if the, if there had not been a block in the back called against yeah. Franklin County, that'd have been a huge. You know, the, the Wildcats would have been a really good field position to start out this ball game. So instead of being in Bulldog territory, they will start this initial drive from their own twenty-yard line. Looks like the Wildcats are going to go with the shotgun and number eighteen is the quarterback. He hands this one off. On first down, and a a very good pickup there. Number six, Carter Dozier, uh, ran that for some good first down yardage. And you mentioned the quarterback. That's uh, Wyatt Bowling, a six foot, one hundred and thirty five pound sophomore. So uh, Bowling uh, forced into the starting position early on in the season. Going to pitch this to the outside again, and going again with Dozier. Dozier seeing a good bulk of work, but once again, Tom, we've got some yellow laundry on the field. Yeah, I mean, it was a good run, too, because they got some uh, good push out on the point of attack. Probably uh, too good of a push out on the point of attack, but uh, <laughs> Dozier uh, you know, got the ball on the pitch, just uh, rounded around the right corner and bounced it outside the numbers, but uh, nevertheless, uh, laundry still on the field as the officials continue to uh, discuss things here. And if you're joining us looking for the East Central Greensburg game, that'll be on in just a little bit on WRBIRadio.com on the, and the new WRBI app. That pregame show will start around 7.10. So with that penalty, that's going to push this ball back once again, Tom. And they're going to go all the way back to, looks like they're going to spot it at the 15-yard line. And that's going to make it first and 25 from there. Yeah, crackback block by Franklin County. So on uh, consecutive plays, you had the, uh, of course, the kickoff return. And then, of course, the second play from scrimmage, uh, wiping out a good uh, run by uh, Dozier. So 
As uh, you mentioned, Terrence, uh, first and 25 for the Wildcats at their own 15-yard line. Two receivers on the far side of the field, one to the near side, but they'll hand it off again, and it's Dozier that gets the call, trying to make it around the right-hand side of the line and not going to do it as Kreckler and company come to maintain that edge, Tom. Yeah, good job by the uh, Batesville Bulldogs uh, stringing it out, and as you mentioned, Kreckler and also uh, Deacon Hamilton uh, getting in on the action there along the sideline. So a uh, pickup of three on the play will be a second and 22 for Franklin County at their own 18-yard line. Going with the same formation, two receivers up top, one to the bottom. Dozier on the left of the QB. He's got to go back and throw it. And somehow the receiver, the intended receiver, got back behind the receivers to, uh, excuse me, back behind the secondary. Two secondary men there got outran by number 38, I believe that is. Thir- yeah, 30, Caden Carr. Thanks, yes. yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, bowling uh, put some oomph on that uh, particular pitch there. I yeah. mean, it's high over there and. You know, just over the head of uh, Kerr, and uh, as he was bracketed by uh, two Batesville defenders, you know, was able to get past a couple of them, but uh, just too much mustard on it. Kerr in motion, drop back, looking for the wide receiver screen. They dump it off for Dozier, and uh, Dozier dropped that on the turf, but lucky for him, bounced right back into the bread basket, and he falls on it. Yep, so it's going to be a uh, fourth down. It's a... Uh, that will be fourth and 11, so it uh, uh, should be a punting situation for the Franklin County Wildcats, and it is. It'll be Hunter Wirtz, a 6'2", 150-pound junior. Um, handles, uh, he's also a wide receiver, also uh, handles the uh, place-kicking duties as well for West Gilman's ball club. Alex Kreckler and Damian Dance go back to field this punt, and it's going to be Dance who muffs the punt. Can't get on it, but... Franklin County does. No, somehow Dance was able to get that one back. And I'm not really sure what it mattered because the Franklin County player's arm was out of bounds, Tom, when he tried to recover that. But Dance fought for it to get it back. Yeah, it's Carter Dozier getting down there and uh, very close to uh, coming up with it. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, he was right against the uh, sideline there. His arm was out of bounds. But, uh, you know, very uh, fortuitous bouncer for the Batesville Bulldogs. So a uh, first and ten for the Bulldogs, their first possession of the ball game. They'll start in a good field position at their own 43-yard line. So disaster averted if you're Batesville. That's two would-be disasters averted when you can't calculate the kickoff. Yeah, you know, you have one wiped out by a penalty, then, uh, you know, the the muffed uh, punt attempt there as well. So, uh, you know, they lucked out. They hand this one off to Pullman on a first down run, and Pullman picks up two yards on the carry, and Gage Pullman, Tom, has been quite the workhorse for the Bulldogs, averaging just over 135 yards per game, eight rushing touchdowns for the young man this season. Yep, 948 yards on the year, needs 52 coming into tonight's ball game to reach 1,000 for the season. Geisel goes back under center and sends a man in motion, Bobby Weiler, looking to his right in a dart on an, a slant pattern, and that ball caught by number 16, Nathan Schronick. Yeah, nice little slant there by uh, Schronick running uh, just inside the numbers, and uh, finally uh, 
dropped by Caden Kerr at the 42-yard line of the Franklin County Wildcats. So a first and 10 for the Batesville Bulldogs. And uh, Batesville doing what Devin already uh, talked about in the pregame show, uh, staying on schedule these uh, first couple of plays here. Weiler again in motion, moving from the left to the right of the formation. Geisel under the gun and another quick slant pass, this time out to his favorite target, Cade Kaiser, who picks up another Bulldog first down. Once again, a nice little slant pattern and uh, threading the needle there is one of the Franklin County Upmen. Uh, got a uh, arm up there, looked like uh, Blake Stevenson, the defensive end, got reaches Paul up there, but Geisel uh, 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 able to uh, thread the needle there and get it to Kaiser, and he picks up another first down. This one takes it down to the Franklin County 28-yard line. And just like Pullman's been a workhorse on the ground, Kaiser has been a workhorse receiving eight receiving touchdowns on the year, averaging just over 50 yards. Uh, receiving yards per ball game, and he'll add to that total as Geisel hits him on another quick out. Yeah, just outside the numbers once again, very close to first down yardage. Uh, it's got the uh, pickup of uh, pickup nine on the play, so it'll be a second and one, and uh, take it down inside the. They'll be at the 19 yard line of the Franklin County Wildcats. So uh, Batesville uh, very uh, surgically and methodically marching downfield on their opening drive of the ball game. Back to the power eye, Dance and Kaiser the receivers, Kreckler. Pullman, the backs. They're going to hand it to Kreckler, who was the first, the first man up in that eye, and he goes straight through the line, which is, again, Tom, enough for another Bulldog first down. Luke Halpin in on the tackle for the Franklin County Wildcats, a 5'11", 205-pound junior linebacker, but uh, not before is able to uh, pick up the first down, takes it down to the 17-yard line of the Franklin County Wildcats. Same personnel. And a quick pass. Another quick slant inside for Kaiser. And you use the exact, excuse me, no, that's Stronic on the opposite side of the field. And you use the right word, Tom, surgical. Yeah, yeah they just, uh, Batesville's just been pretty much able to do whatever they wanted on this drive. And uh, so they're all the way down to the two-yard line. So a first and goal, Batesville. At the Franklin County two-yard line, under seven minutes to go in the opening period, uh, Batesville uh, knocking on the door of the end zone and uh, looking to break the seal in the scoreless game. They stay with Kreckler and Pullman in the backfield. As they go with their heavy, the ball fumbled just before going into the end zone, and I think the Wildcats have it, Tom. Sure looks like it, and uh, Franklin County getting up and rather enthusiastically, so... Just like that, uh, Batesville's drive, uh, just you know, really good drive all the way down the field, very methodical. And uh, Logan uh, Mason Wee comes up with the fumble recovery for the Franklin County Wildcats. So uh, just when Batesville's knocking on the door, mm-hmm. looking ready to punch it in and uh, break the seal, the score, the scoreless ball game. Franklin County comes up with it and uh, looked like a, a bad exchange between quarterback and running back and. So uh, Franklin County, the beneficiary of it. However, they're uh, starting on their own one-yard line. A rather uncharacteristic. Bulldogs have not had trouble holding on to the ball from any of their backs, whether it be Kreckler or Pullman. And Pullman, perhaps the most sure-handed of all. Um, Just have to credit that as just a good play by the defense. In his own end zone, drops back to pass, and this one, 
going to be thrown over the head of the intended receiver. He was looking for Hunter Wirtz. Yeah, he was bracketed back there by Jonathan Bushley and Alex Kreckler. So an incomplete pass will uh, stop the clock at 626. So it will be a second and 10 Wildcats at their own one-yard line. Bowling has had some opportunities. He's had receivers open. He just hasn't been able to find the range just yet. Bulldogs are going to have to really keep an eye on some of these speedy receivers. Hard count. They do snap it, and a flag flies as there's a dog pile on about the one-yard line. Yeah, ball carrier once again was Carter Dozier. Uh, we'll see what this flag is all about here. But, uh, yeah, and, and then you mentioned uh, yeah, bowling yeah, just a, really a lack of touch on his yeah. part. You know, he hasn't quite honed it in yet, but uh, that's going to come with uh, reps and so forth. But, yeah, they're uh, – yeah, you're right. Uh, they uh, need to really uh, watch it with a lot of these speedy receivers. I think they're uh, sneaky, fast receivers. Yes. Uh, the Franklin County Wildcats. And Tom, that's the second chop block. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not a n- not a call that you frequently see. So definitely odd to see it twice in the same game, let alone the same hat quarter. Yeah, yeah is on uh, separate possessions in the early going here. So uh, you know. The, Move the ball back to the uh, half the distance to the goal. That's uh, not much. So, we, uh, so, so with, uh, it'll be, the ball remains uh, just inside the one-yard line. So Now they're going to wave it off. Well, they are going to wave it off. Okay, well, that that would make sense because, you know, they're – Yeah, you want the down to count. Yeah, you really want the down to count really here. So, uh, so you go ahead and take the third down. So make it a third and nine as opposed to a second and ten. Three receiver set for bowling. He's got Dozier, his security blanket, to his right. Got to roll to his right, looking to pass. Does so, tipped and falls incomplete. This time, he wanted to hook up. Bowling did with Caden Kerr. Kerr was briefly flashed open, but couldn't squeeze it when he tried to high point that ball. And uh, excellent defense there by Jonathan Bushley. So it'll be a uh, kicking situation for the Wildcats. It'll be Hunter Wirtz back in uh, for- Hunt formation, and uh, he'll be standing inside his own end zone to try and watch out to make sure he doesn't uh, step on the end line. But uh, Batesville should come out of this with really good field position as uh, Kreckler and uh, Dance go back in uh, punt formation standing in Franklin County territory. Kick takes a bulldog hop as it was in Dance. Trying to feel that one. Um, Trying to make up for last time. Must have been what it was. The ball took a bulldog hop at about the Wildcat 30, and then bounced five yards back towards the end zone, and that's when Dan opted to try to pick it up and run, and he'll be brought down or pushed out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. So a first and ten Batesville at the Franklin County twenty-six yard line again. A uh, you know terrific drive negated by the fumble lost to Franklin County. However, it was three and out. Of course, aided and abetted by a chop block penalty. So with that, uh, Batesville start out first and ten at the Franklin County twenty-six. Back to the power eye with Tronic and. Kaiser and Giles is going to roll to his left and just keep rolling. <laughs> 
going to pick up the first down. He was looking to hook up with Kaiser and then saw all that green pasture in front of him, Tom, and decided to go ahead and why not pick up a first down. Yeah, a little, uh, that little deception where he puts the ball back behind his hip and then uh, takes off, kind of fakes out the defense. Uh, it's, it's, it's as good as a pump fake. It is. And rolled out to his right, bounced it outside the numbers and got outside the six and then stepped out of bounds once he got uh, close to the uh, first down marker. He is the short by a yard, so he still picked up nine on the play. So second and one for the Bulldogs. Still a scoreless game. Bulldogs looking to change that here. Kaiser, the lone receiver in this formation on the near side. Giesel goes with his hard count, picks up that one yard that he felt like he rightfully already had. <laughs> he said, I'll get this first down one way or another. <laughs> so the uh, third penalty uh, by against the uh, Franklin County Wildcats, or fourth penalty actually, uh, in this ball game. So a lot of penalties. And that's another thing when you're dealing with a, a young ball club like that and you lose a lot of your leaders to injury is that you're going to have those mental mistakes. And uh, so that's a case right there. But then, you know, it's really no big sin because uh, Geisel's gotten so many uh, yes. play, you know, defenses with that hard count. Back to the two receiver set. Kaiser on the near sideline. Shronic up top. Geisel goes under center. Gets the snap. Looking Kaiser's way all the way and Kaiser wide open in the end zone. Had shook his man in the first two or three steps, Tom, and he was in the blue area just waiting for the ball. Yeah, 12-yard pass from uh, Geisel to uh, Kaiser. So uh, with that, Batesville gets on the board with a 6 to nothing lead, 5.45 to go here in the opening period. Uh, and of course, all pending the uh, Brady 1L extra point. And they're going to go for two. They're going to give it a direct snap to Geisel. They went with that that uh, imbalance line look that we see often in their uh, PAT formation. And Geisel takes the direct snap and calls his own number. Runs it straight up the gut for two. That makes it 8 nothing here in the first quarter. There's 5.45 left to play. Bulldogs on top, 8 nothing. Yep, so uh, Will Geisel, a 12-yard touchdown pass to uh, Cade Kaiser. And uh, Kaiser now with nine touchdown catches on the year. And the two-point conversion try is good on the run by Geisel. Makes it an 8 to nothing ball game. Batesville over Franklin County and the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang. We'll be back with more Country 103.9 WRBI. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you tonight in part by Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Burton Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Bulldogs strike first. They right the wrong after the fumble at the one-yard line. They hold the uh, Wildcats to a three-and-out and then come right back at them with good field position inside the 30, and they reach pay dirt. Meanwhile, Dozier takes the 1L kickoff, 
and moves it up the field just shy of the 30-yard line. He gets hurdled and pushed out of bounds. Yeah, Kate Kaiser uh, ushered him out of bounds. He not only catches touchdown pass, but provides kick coverage and a much better effort on that one. And, of course, the opening kickoff uh, was returned but negated. It was returned to Batesville territory but negated by a block and a back penalty on Franklin County. So a much better effort at the first blush there by the Batesville kick coverage team. Bulldog defense got another crack at it. They've done well in terms of holding this Wildcat squad. And they're going to go with a, a running play off to the right. Dozier again gets the call. They had a whole bunch of blockers in front of him, but to no avail. Bulldogs were ready for it. Short gain on first down. Yeah, nice job of uh, stringing out by the Batesville defense. And uh, we see a lot of good lateral pursuit from this ball club uh, throughout the season. And uh, Damian Kreckler in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. So a pickup of three on the play for Dozier. He'll make it a second and seven, Franklin County, at their own 32. Three receiver set, two to the near side. Actually, change that. Dozier goes for the slot into the backfield. Dozier going to get the handoff, kind of run through the line there. As once he got through the front four, that linebacker core, Tom, was waiting on him. Yeah, Deacon Hamilton getting in on the action there and making the stop on the play. So, uh, it's again, a uh, good pursuit by, there by the Batesville defense. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with this Dozier. He's, uh, he's got some speed and uh, does a good job of reading his blocks. But, uh, you know, Batesville uh, just really uh, doing a great job uh, defensively. Bowling, rolling, and finds Kerr. Caden Kerr with the reception, and it's good enough for a Wildcat first down. Yeah, a little pitch and catch there. Nothing uh, fancy there. Rolling out was uh, bowling off to his right and found uh, Kerr along the sidelines. He uh, brought it in past the sticks. So a first and 10 Wildcat at around 41-yard line. Bowling from the gun. Another pitch to Kerr. Kerr bobbles it but then gathers it up. Heads up field. But by that time, Tom, uh, the Bulldogs were there waiting for him once he got to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so when you have a bobble like that, you're going to have your timing messed up, and that's exactly what happened there. And uh, once again, it was uh, Kate Kaiser in on the stop. Also, uh, Quentin Nelson and Damian Kreckler in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. So a second and nine, Franklin County at their own 42-yard line. 340 and counting here in the opening period. Batesville leads it 8 to nothing. Dozier goes back to the slot. Bowling's going to roll out to his left this time. Under pressure, he's going to step up, get past a few defenders, and then move forward and pick up some positive yards. So Bowling showing his athleticism, able to turn nothing into a little bit of something. Yeah, he felt the pressure, too, because you notice how he ducked his head like he thought he was going to get sacked. Uh-huh. I mean, because there were several blue shirts in the uh, offensive backfield, but uh, Bowling did a nice job of recovery on that one and uh, sets up a third and five for his Franklin County Wildcats at their own 46. Now Bowling with flanked by two backs. Actually, Dozier goes back to the slot and rolls to his right, does bowling, looking for Dozier in and out of the hands of Kerr, and Cade Kaiser was there to disrupt things. Yeah, he had several uh, guys around him. He had uh, Carter Bowman, also Bobby Weiler, so that was a really dangerous pass there. He's lucky it wasn't picked off, mm-hmm. but uh, it's still uh, so the uh, Franklin County possession will end with a kick in the form of a punt 
by uh, Hunter Wirtz. They'll go back in uh, punt formation, and it'll be Alex Kreckler and Damian Dance uh, will field the ball around their uh, 20-yard line. So, uh, you know, really dangerous pass there, but uh, got away with it and uh, forced in a punt situation. Tom, i got to tell you, this is fake punt territory, if you're asking me. Only needs five to pick them up, but don't even have to worry about it because Deacon Hamilton was offside. He jumped that snap count, and that's going to give the Wildcats the five yards they need, if I'm correct. Let's see if he was enticed in any way. He was not. Yeah, so that's going to give them the uh, Wildcats a first down. So, uh, I mean, just as good as a uh, fake to uh, mm-hmm. pick up that first down. So, yeah, the um, and the fact, and also uh, Words being a wide receiver, you know, there's all the capability that of uh, being able to do something like that to uh, take off with the football or pass it to a teammate if they uh, get out in the clear. So, Franklin County with their uh, first penetration in the Batesville uh, territory of the night as they have it at the uh, 49-yard line of the Bulldogs, first and 10 after the uh, encroachment on the punt. So a new set of downs with a three-receiver set. Send several men in motion. They're going to run that direction, Bowling calling his own number, but he will not gain a yard, Tom. Yeah, all kinds of laundry out on the field. Several officials throwing the yellow flags on that one and look for holding to be called against Franklin County on this one. A lot of window dressing in that play, too, Tom. It looked like they were trying to get those blockers set on the edge to block for bowling as he came around the right-hand side. And someone, either, either the motion man started heading forward before the ball was snapped, because they said it was an illegal procedure. Most likely, that's what happened, because it's based on how early that flag was thrown. Yeah, they weren't set, and uh, you know they didn't get the stationary, come to a complete stop, but, uh, and moved out ahead. So with that, it's going to move it back, so it'll be a first and 15 for Franklin County, and they'll be back at the Wildcat 46-yard line. But uh, you say window dressing, I, uh, I always like to go with eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure coming from Pullman rolling to the right is bowling receiver falls down it was intended for Dozier but to be quite honest it was the Bulldogs Jonathan Bushley that had the best shot at catching that ball and the weird thing and the thing there was that Dozier cut to the inside toward the hash marks inside mm-hmm. the numbers and Bushley was along the numbers and it, it, as you said he was the nearest one to it almost came up with it uh, you know, kind of corkscrewed his way around to try and come back for it to come up with the interception but uh, total miscommunication there between quarterback and receiver so an incomplete pass will stop the clock with 226 to go in the opening quarter. It'll be a second and 15 Wildcats at their own 46. They pitch again to Dozier. Dozier running to the right side. The Wildcats like this right side. They sure do. That's been uh, where most of the action has gone. And they pick up on the pitch. Oh, back to at least the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be about a third and 10. Kay Kaiser in on the stop for the Batesville defense. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a play that we've seen uh, constantly, that uh, pitch and then that rollout to the right by uh, Dozier. So uh, with that, uh, it'll be a third and ten for the Franklin County Wildcats at the Batesville 49. You got Gage Pullman on the end on that other side. That's who they're running away from, Tom. If, yep. if you... Yeah, yeah, all no question. <laughs> Franklin County is going to take a timeout. West Gilman's first. They want to talk things over here on this crucial third down play. 
Uh, we'll step away as well, but be back with more right here on Country 103.9, WRBI Bulldogs up 8 nothing, And a quick word from our sponsor, Great Plains Communication. In the battle against buffering, it's your hometown Internet hero to the rescue. Make the easy switch to Great Plains Communications and say goodbye to slow Internet. We save the day, bringing you a full suite of services and a faster, more reliable Internet experience. All from a local provider and local heroes with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit us online at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football being brought to you tonight in part by Gehrings, Bagley Napa Auto, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square Realty. Some scores around the area. North Decatur 26 to nothing over Edinburgh in the first quarter. Milan on top of South Decatur 14-7 at the end of one. Bowling going to drop back the pass, and this time Bushley gets him. Bushley with his second rece- uh, excuse me interception on the season. Got his first one last week at Greensburg. Got one to match it tonight. And the intended receiver on that one was Caden Kerr once again going to the right. And uh, to the out, outside, the numbers trying to get Kerr, but uh, Bushley was right there, stepped in front of him, came down with it. And as you said, Terrence, the uh, second pick of the year for uh, Bushley, uh, back-to-back weeks that Jonathan Bushley has come up with one. And uh, so with that, uh, Batesville will take over after the interception, first and 10 for the Bulldogs at their own 22 with a minute 39 remaining in the opening quarter. Batesville leads at 8 to nothing. Going under center is Geisel and this Two receivers set, both receivers up top. Going to hand off inside for Crackler. Crackler trying to bounce it outside, but the Wildcats, they got him by the ankle and says, no, sir. They'll get him. It has been a, ta- uh, a loss on the tackle, but Crackler's so big, <laughs> falls forward to get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, just uh, you know, tough sledding in there, all kinds of white jerseys in there uh, getting in on the action for the Wildcats, including Nathan Shalick, a 5'10", 245-pound uh, f- sophomore. Again, this is a, a young Franklin County uh, ball club, as we mentioned, 22 sophomores, 15 freshmen, a lot of them starting to see play time, playing time because of injuries. Tronic's going to go in motion, and they're going to run to that direction with Gage Pullman on the right-hand side, off tackle there, and picks up a couple. It'll bring third and manageable after the short game. Yeah, luckily get some uh, good yardage out of that one, uh, hard-earned yards at that. But so as we approach the uh, end of the first quarter, so uh, Batesville will uh, they'll flip the field, and uh, the Bulldogs will be driving toward the uh, interstate. In about 28 seconds here, they've got uh, time for one more play. And another West Gilman timeout. That's his second. Didn't want to wait till the end of the quarter. Coach, huh? you wanted to do it right now? <laughs> All righty. So he gets the timeout call. We will step away briefly. Actually, Tom, we'll keep it right here. You know, we, you see a lot of these penalties being called against the Wildcats. Of course, Batesville's had its fair share. And it just goes to something that Coach Gilman mentioned in his pregame comments. 
that he just wants his team to play, stop worrying about making a mistake, stop worrying about um, the perfect execution, and just go out and play football. Yeah, that's the key is uh, just go out there, just play, don't think, just do. And uh, But that's a hard thing to uh, kind of drill in the young players' heads, especially the varsity-level guys who uh, uh, a few weeks ago were seeing a JV action yes. on uh, Monday nights, yeah. and now all of a sudden they're under the Friday night candles and uh, you know thrust into that situation. Uh, but that's that's a young uh, thing that you have to worry about with a young team. Just you know, quit thinking, thinking, just doing, and reacting. So a short time out there from Wes Gilman. He's got one more here in the half. And this time, Geisel from the gun on a crucial third down. They put Pullman in motion, but he went forward before the snap, Tom, so they're yep. going to bring this back. It was a good idea, but not executed well enough to sneak it by the refs. Nice try, but uh, you know, you're in a target like uh, Pullman, and you got everybody's attention, not only the defenses, but also the officials, and uh, he moved uh, ever so slightly just before the play was snapped. So, uh, so it now uh, stop the clock with 10.7 seconds remaining in the quarter, and there'll be a, a legal shift will be marched off against the Batesville Bulldogs. And uncharacteristically, Terrence, uh, Batesville uh, being penalized uh, quite a few times here in the early going here. Well, again, i got to go back to Coach Gilman's comments in the pregame, talking about the Bulldogs with their tendency to play down to their opponents. And, you know, he said he didn't want to create any bulletin board material, but uh, this whole first quarter would have to be Exhibit A, right? Exactly. Yep, no no question about it. So that's going to wrap it up for the first quarter. That's the end of the first quarter. So at the end of the first, Bulldogs get one score on the board. They lead the Wildcats 8 nothing. We'll be back right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football being brought to you tonight in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutschler, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Some other scores around the area. North Decatur has opened up a can of it on the Edinburgh Lancers. It is 33 to nothing. Oh Chargers. My. 3.15 left to go in the first quarter at Kalen Field. Milan with a 14-7 lead over the South Decatur Cougars. That one in the second period at the teepee. And, Tom, the problem with, and again, I'm, I'm quoting Wes Gilman, so I'm not speaking poorly of the Wildcats. These were his words. The problem with playing down to the level of your competition, Tom, as the game goes on, they gain confidence. And that confidence can be enough to put that team over the hump. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you seen teams that have uh, hung around and hung around the yes. other team, let yes. you know, the superior opponent on paper let them hang around? And, uh, yeah, that's uh, something to keep an eye on. Geisel from the gun dancing around and finds Kaiser in the center of the field. 
And uh, Kaiser can't hang on to that one. He drops it. And that would have been the first down, I believe, Tom. But instead, it's going to be fourth down. It would have been because he, he had that around the 35-yard line uh, beyond the stick, several yards beyond the uh, first down marker. And uh, just not able to come up with it. Uncharacteristic drop by Cade Kaiser. So with that, it's going to be a punting situation for the Batesville Bulldogs. And Franklin County should come out of this with pretty good field position. Geisel, of course, handles the punting on this team. He sends one end over end, gets Dozier turned around. But Dozier dancing a little bit, shakes a few defenders, and then gets piled up just shy of the 50-yard line. So pretty good field position. Uh, for the Wildcats, in fact, Tom, if you look at it, they're right where their fourth down was, yeah. uh, and they've got it. You know, I got a chance to to work again. Yep, right at the fifty yard line, and uh, Dozier with his momentum and just kept his legs churning. Several blue-shirted Batesville defenders all over him, and they had to wait for reinforcements. And he has finally whistled at the fifty yard line. So a first and ten, Wildcats. At midfield, uh, trailing eight to nothing, eleven forty-three to go in the second quarter. Back on offense, bowling puts it in the belly of Dozier, and Dozier gets wrapped up. Deacon Hamilton and company was all over him as soon as he got to the line. A gain of one. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you call a, a defensive uh, team meeting around the football, and uh, Dozier does get it into. Batesville territory and a hard-earned, and I mean hard-earned, a two-yard pickup on the play takes it to the Batesville 48-yard line, second and eight Wildcats. So it looks like it's going to be up to the defense, Tom. This Bulldog offense has been uncharacteristically sloppy, isn't the word, just not sharp. Yeah, just uh, out of sync. There you go. And that should be a false start, and that is the call there. So you will. This will back uh, the Wildcats back into minus territory. Some other scores around the area: East Central with a seven to nothing lead over Greensburg. Ten fifty-five to go in the opening quarter. That's our WRBIRadio.com game. North Decatur now leading Edinburgh forty-one to nothing. That one late in the first quarter. Milan now with a twenty-one to seven lead over South Decatur. Ten thirty-one to go in quarter number two. Also, South Dearborn on top of Rushville, seven to nothing in the opening period. Now, hold on, hang on. You said forty-one to nothing in the first quarter. Yeah, twenty-three seconds to go in the first quarter. Oh my! According to our uh, pipeline to everywhere, Annie Nunley. Well, that is something. That is yeah. something. That's opened up a can of it. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> Incomplete pass on second down for Bowling will bring up third down and long. The ball nestled at the Bulldog 47, excuse me, the Wildcat 47. 13 yards for a new set of downs. Bowling going to roll to his right, and I think the ball's on the turf. It is. And several blue shirts, white shirts, blue shirts diving for it. This b- ball is slippery as a bar of soap, 
And the Wildcats say they have it, but that's really not a prize because no. that's a huge loss on the play. <laughs> well, at least they do have the opportunity, though, Tom, to punt now. And Yep, Luke Halpin uh, coming up with the uh, fumble recovery, the offensive lineman. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the saving grace on that one, Terrence, the fact that this possession is going to end with a punt as opposed to turning the ball over and giving uh, Batesville a excellent field position after uh, – 37-yard line. It looked as if Bowling and Dozier couldn't quite sync up on the pitch or handoff, or if Bowling was going to keep it himself. And the Bulldogs got in there. This is a line drive kick. It's going to go over the head of Dance. Kreckler, though, is going to go back and get it. And he <laughs> just runs over a would-be tackler and gets just shy of the 30. I don't even think Dance thought he went back to get it. Dance wasn't blocking for him. was just kind of standing there waiting. And he looks back over his shoulder and sees he must have heard a grunt as Kreckler and the defender came together. Yeah, I guess the eyes in the back of uh, Dance's head weren't working or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, so uh, Batesville takes over first and 10 at their own 29-yard line in a uh, short return by Alex Kreckler. Good coverage there by the Franklin County Special Teams. Well, let's see if the Bulldog offense can get things going. The defense has clearly done its part. They have 12 players. They have 12 players. goes under center, rolls out to his right, and then he's going to let one fly for Dance. Dance catches this at the 30 and is brought down immediately, but a huge pitch and catch to get this offense rolling. Indeed it was. Just a uh, straight down the middle as uh, Geisel rolled out, to, evaded the pressure, kept the play alive, and found that Dance over the seam. And was finally uh, taken down, kind of uh, dosy doed down there by uh, Dozier on the coverage. So a first and ten for the Batesville Bulldogs, all the way down to the Franklin County 22-yard line. Funny thing about that play, Tom. According to our spotters here in the booth, Franklin County had 12 players on the field. Uh huh. Yep. Back under center goes Jizel with a new set of downs. Fakes the handoff, not once but twice, then pitches it back to Pullman on the left side of the field. Pullman, with a huge head of steam, is going to bust through for another Bulldog touchdown. Geisel with a 22-yard touchdown pass, his second one of the night. And uh, this one goes to Gage Pullman. And it's now a 14 to nothing ball game in favor of Batesville, at, uh, depending on uh, what the Bulldogs decide to do, whether to kick it or go for the two-point conversion, as they did on their uh, previous uh, scoring possession. So uh, Geisel, his second touchdown pass of the night. This one going to Gage Pullman along the, uh, along the sideline and going to go for the two-point try. Flags before they get started once again. and. They'll have to get this cleaned up, sorted out. Most likely against the Bulldogs, as Geisel's got his hands on his head. It's going to be a procedure penalty. So they'll push this back a few, and actually just no yeah. try at all. Yeah, false start was called against Batesville, so that's going to wipe out the uh, two-point conversion try. But nevertheless, Batesville now at the penalty declined by Franklin County, so it's a 14 to nothing ball game. Batesville on top of Franklin County, 9-10 to go in the opening half. So the Bulldogs try to get their offense going there, Tom. Two big pass plays. Uh, the first, Geisel to dance. And then the touchdown play 
Geisel using that sleight of hand once again to fake the handoff to both backs. And both backs then go out into the passing pattern. Uh, Kreckler went out to the right side, and Pullman went to the left, and that's where Geisel decided to go with the ball. Yeah, and a good choice, too, because Pullman was wide open, and he could just pretty much uh, dance on into the end zone, uh, which is exactly what he did. So, uh, Will Geisel, 22-yard touchdown pass to Gage Pullman. Geisel's second touchdown pass of the night. The two-point conversion try was no good, uh, a la the penalty. So uh, Batesville now with a 14 to nothing lead over Franklin County in the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. In Batesville, see David Ball. 9-10. 9 left here in the second quarter. Bulldogs scored first. They scored once in the first. And now they've scored once here in the second quarter. The defense, on the other hand, has been pitching a shutout. Almost a fumble recovery to end that last possession, and the possession before that ended on an interception. Wanell puts this one back into play, all the way back, fielded by Dozier from the 10. Dozier gets ahead of steam, slices through, and then gets piled up shy of the 30. Decent return. It was, and, uh, you know, kind of a... uh, Good news on uh, for as far as both teams are concerned. You know, decent return by Dozier, but then uh, Batesville's uh, kick coverage able to uh, at least contain them to around the 30-yard line. In fact, they're going to mark it at the uh, 29-yard line. So, uh, you know, kind of a, a win-win for uh, both ball clubs on mm-hmm. that uh, particular kick. So, Franklin County uh, trailing 14 to nothing with it uh, first and 10 at their own 29-yard line. Carter Bowman with the uh, stop on special teams for the Batesville Bulldogs. Bowling from the gun. He's set and ready to go. A double reverse here. And then the halfback pass. Some razzle and some dazzle. And that's a large pickup for the Wildcats there on first down. Once again, Tom, they're in Bulldog territory. And Blake Stevenson with the pass. And that one goes to the quarterback, Wyatt Bowling. So Stevenson also listed on the depth chart as a quarterback, and he showed his arm there. Yeah. And uh, Bowling showing his athletic ability to get open and haul in that pass. So a first and 10 Franklin County at the Batesville 48-yard line. Bowling and Dozier in the backfield. Bowling drops back, delivers a strike, tipped and into the waiting arms of Damian Dance. Dance with an interception here now, the second by this Bulldog defense. Yeah, the ball tipped off the hands of the intended receiver, and uh, I believe that was um, that was Hunter Wirtz, and uh, Dance able to uh, come up with the on the uh, tip. That's why you practice the tip drills, they yes, say. Yes. And uh, with that, uh, that's going to uh, be. Uh, Damian Dance is, uh, I believe it's a, his first or second interception of the year. I believe it's the second interception yeah, of the second, year. Yeah, it's the second interception of the year. So uh, so the Bulldogs, uh, you know, of course, they, they sealed it earlier with Bushley's interception, yes. the second one of the night. So uh, Batesville able to induce uh, turnovers in every game this year. Yeah, they have. That has been one bright spot of this defense. Um, not only do they hold teams in check, but the turnover margin. Uh, that the Bulldogs are enjoying because of that secondary is remarkable. More sleight of hand 
And but this one batted down right back in Jizel's face, as you say, Tom. A little twelve on twelve crime there, as Jizel rolled to his right. But Blake Stevenson, also wearing the same number, number twelve, put it right back in his face. And incidentally, Jizel came into this game with that same number of touchdown passes, twelve, and he's added to that total. Uh, twice already. Yep, 14 on the year. But, uh, yeah, good job by uh, Blake Stevenson getting out in pursuit and just doing what you need to do in that situation. Just get those hands up there, and he did exactly that. So second and 10 now. Geisel under center, going to hand this one off to Pullman. Pullman puts a move as he puts his foot in the ground, goes back inside, and now uses his power. Yeah, he, uh, he put his foot in the ground. He uses some speed, and he used some power, so a little bit of uh, thunder and lightning on that particular play by Gage Pullman. I was just about to say, Tom, <laughs> the unique blend of speed and power that this young man possesses is incredible and fun to watch. Yeah, and if you're an opposing uh, defensive coordinator, you say that number 10, he's a problem. <laughs> yes. He's a problem. In fact, they're probably saying, man, I'm sure glad they haven't given it to 10 that much tonight. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> the next thing you know. Off he goes. New set of downs now. First and 10 from the Wildcat 18. Geisel goes under center. Sends a hand signal out to Kaiser. Going to hand off to Pullman instead. And once again, Pullman's showing a little bit of that power. Wildcats, though, showing how stout they are up front. They get him down after a short game. Nate Noble in on the stop for the Franklin County Wildcats. Noble, a six foot, two hundred five pound senior defensive lineman, and uh, he, he took a look and then kept on ticking on that one as he brought uh, Pullman down. The pickup of four on the play, so it'll be a second and six for the Batesville Bulldogs at the Franklin County fourteen yard line with seven and a half minutes to go before halftime. Batesville with a fourteen to nothing lead and uh, looking for more. Two receivers here on the near side as Geisel goes back under center. Drifts back, fakes the handoff, throws. Kaiser, excuse me, no, it's Shronik once again. Shronik just shy of the goal line and is forced out of bounds down near the one. Yeah, Nathan Shronik uh, be well defended by Mason Wee, but Jais uh, will just put that in the right place there to get it to Shornick and uh, to the outside toward the uh, sidelines, and he reeled it in and uh, ushered out of bounds by Wheelie, but uh, good pitch and catch there from Geisel to uh, Shornick. So a first and goal, Batesville at the Franklin County 3. Kreckler and Pullman in the backfield now for Geisel. Geisel. Hands off to Kreckler. Kreckler will go in standing up. Yeah, he was untouched. Another Bulldog touchdown to make it three on the night. So 7.09 to go, and uh, just like that, Batesville uh, opens up a uh, three-touchdown lead, 20 to nothing, pending the uh, extra point attempt here. So uh, Alex Kreckler, a three-yard touchdown run, uh, untouched into the end zone. Good push up front by the uh, Batesville offensive line. Uh, Excellent job at the point of the attack, and... uh, Kreckler uh, just did the rest. Brady won out. Set and ready for this point after try. Geisel to hold. The snap, the hold, and the kick. All three perfect. And the Bulldogs extend their lead. 21 unanswered as they lead 21-0 here in the second quarter. 
And as an Alex Kreckler three-yard touchdown run, Brady Wanell adding the extra point with 7.09 to go in the second period. Batesville 21, Franklin County nothing. And the scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft. We'll be back in a sec after word from Ivy Tech right here, Country 103.9 WRBI. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football is brought to you tonight by Margaret Mary Health, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Some other scores around the area. Our WRBI.com game is Batesville on top of Greensburg, 14 to nothing, 8.36 to go in the first quarter. 48 to nothing. North Decatur over Edinburgh, 7.03 left in the second quarter. Milan, a 21-7 leader over South Decatur at the TP. Ten and a half minutes to go in the second period. South Dearborn with a 7-0 lead in the first quarter over Rushville. And Brady Wynell set to kick this one off. And Dozier is going to have a little trouble handling this one. And now he gets it up, gets on his horse, but by this time the Bulldogs are there, but he's still slipping tackles, Tom. <laughs> and he was a handful to bring down. He gets out to about the 19. And uh, he also hurdled a uh, uh, cut kick coverage guy for Batesville as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did a little bit of everything on that one. And uh, so finally uh, brought down at the 19-yard line. That's where the Franklin County Wildcats will start out first and 10, but uh, not for the uh, – Efforts of uh, Carter Dozier did all kinds of things on yeah. that one and uh, hurdling and you know bouncing off uh, kick coverage guys and finally uh, taken down at the 19 yard line first and ten Wildcats 6:57 to go Franklin County trails at 21 to nothing they have uh, one timeout remaining Batesville has all three of theirs Bowen puts this one into the belly of the running back Mason Weewee. Not a name we've called yet tonight. Yeah, we we're calling the Wee Wee just like Dozier, though, just sophomores yeah. on this team. So if you are a Franklin County Wildcat fan, uh, your running back room is in good shape here for years to come. Yep, by necessity with all the injuries that they've had to deal with this year. Again, they keep it on the ground, and Wee Wee just powers ahead and picks up a first down. That was some hard running by Wee Wee, and he took a couple of Bulldogs for a ride. Yep, and lost his helmet and tried to go back to the huddle, but the uh, referee, J.P. Patterson, was right on top of it, saw him uh, said, uh, nope, you need to go to the bench. So uh, he uh, you know, got up from the pile right in front of his own bench, tried to uh, put his helmet back on, but the uh, Patterson uh, caught it and sent him right to his back to his own bench. So a first and ten for the uh, Franklin County Wildcats after the Mason Wee run ball at the uh, Wildcat 32-yard line. Bowling takes the shotgun snap, hands it off. This one's on the turf again. Dozier lost this one, and Bobby Weiler comes up with it. The third turnover tonight. 
Yep, two interceptions and now a fumble recovery and a bad exchange between quarterback and running back. And Bobby Dozier, or excuse me, Bobby uh, Weiler was right there to come up with it. And so, uh, so of course, Weiler got to stay on the field as a uh, as a blocking back and uh, you know, kind of a Swiss Army knife, he really. Is. But uh, so uh, with that, uh, Batesville uh, in uh, excellent field position, Fat City, if you will at the uh, Wildcat 31-yard line. And perhaps, Tom, this is what they mean by complimentary football. It's the defense that has allowed this Bulldog offense to get on track by giving them so many opportunities and such wonderful field position. And I'll expand on that here after this next play. Uh, Pitch to the left side to Pullman. Pullman, just as he was getting around the edge, gets tripped up, short gain on the play. And that was Mason Wee in on the stop for the Franklin County Wildcats. And, uh, yeah, the, we've uh, seen that uh, where the uh, offense has been struggling. Yeah. And the Batesville defense has picked them up by uh, plays, whether it be uh, a defensive stop uh, deep in the, their own territory or uh, by a turnover and uh, presenting those opportunities. And, uh, again, that's uh, what you call complimentary football. And also the offense putting together uh, long, sustained drives yes. and keeping the yes. defense, giving them a chance to get a breather. Going to hand this one off to Deacon Hamilton, and Hamilton shows he belongs in this running back room <laughs> alongside Kreckler and Pullman as he gets a nice gain there, just shy of the first down yardage. He'll bring up third and short. Yeah, we've seen him get some opportunities early on the season, uh, but not so much uh, in the uh, middle part of the season. But uh, good to see him getting into the rotation. Of course, this is what uh, Evan Ulrich talks about, layers, getting uh, adding some, to some depth to uh, that running back position in uh, in the form of, uh, for example, right there, uh, Deacon Hamilton, uh, ball carrier, and uh, also uh, getting to see uh, uh, Nathan Shornick uh, with some touches tonight as well at the wide receiver position. Dance in motion, and that's going to be another illegal procedure against the Bulldogs. And I wish I could tell you, Tom, this is not something we've seen before, but we have seen at times... It seems like the, on offense, the Bulldogs are doing a little too much, if you would. And this seems to be the result, more often than not, these pre-snap penalties. Yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, shooting yourself in the foot, basically, is what it is. And, uh, you know, as you talk about, you know, you want to have layers, it's a good thing. But also, at the same time, it can be a detriment and starting to see a little bit of that there. And I think a lot of it, lack of concentration, perhaps. No doubt, no doubt. Now, from the gun, Geisel on third and long, sends Hamilton in motion, looks to that side of the field, now he's going to roll to his left. Got a man wide open, but goes to the end zone instead, and it's Kaiser, and Kaiser goes in standing up for another Bulldog touchdown. That's a 28-yard strike from Geiser to Kate Kaiser the second time those two have hooked up tonight. It was the uh, first score of the night was uh, Geisel to Kaiser. This one coming with uh, 359 to go in uh, b- before the halftime break. And uh, now Batesville with a 27 to nothing lead pending the extra point attempt. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, something that uh, well, it's kind of what uh, Wes Gilman addressed in the pregame interview. The uh-huh. fact that, uh, you know, Batesville at times, you know, if they're uh, not careful playing down to their competition. Right. And, uh, but, uh yeah. It's all moot at this point because Geisel hitting Kaiser with the uh, for the second time tonight. And Brady Wanell again. Successful completion of the point after try. And with 359 left before halftime, Bulldogs 28 
Wildcats zero. So Will Geisel with his third touchdown pass of the night. The second time he's hit Cade Kaiser for Pater, the 28-yarder. Brady Wanell adds the extra point. And it is 28 to nothing Batesville with 3.59 to go in the first half. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Kreckler. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with you after a short word from Southeastern Indiana REMC on Country 103.9 WRBI. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football is brought to you tonight in part by Hearings, Vaguely Napa Auto, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square Realty. Some other scores around the area. East Central 20 to nothing in the first quarter over Greensburg. Ed- North Decatur now 54 to nothing over Edinburgh. That one late in the second period. Brady 1L, short punt here. Fielded, in fact, at about the 35, returned five yards, and uh, the Wildcats now with some pretty good field position. They'll start things off at their own 39-yard line. And yeah, just the pooch kicked uh, down the middle, and so uh, Franklin County on top of that. So they get it at their own 39-yard line. And uh, another score for you, uh, Terrence. Uh, Milan now with a 35-7 to lead over South Decatur. That one in the second period. Lawrenceburg leads Connorsville 19 to nothing at the beginning of the second period. South Dearborn on top of Rushville, 7 to 6. That one in the first oh, quarter. So, first and 10 from the 39. Bowling and company, they move the ball there in the middle of that first and early second quarter, but turnovers have plagued them here lately. Bowling going to fake the handoff, keep it himself. Tried to plunge through the line and dove for about three yards. A nice little pickup there on the keeper. Yeah, good job of the point of attack by the Franklin County offensive line. And uh, we'll uh, pick up uh, five on the play, we'll call it. So a second and five, the ball at the Franklin County 43-yard line. Two banks in the backfield and two receivers, one on each side for bowling. Takes the shotgun snap, hands it off to Wee Wee. Wee Wee heading right, then spins back inside, and that's where he gets wrapped up and brought to the ground. A gain of about one on the play. Yeah, Wee Wee was uh, off to the right of uh, Stevenson and uh, just handed off on the uh, in the backfield, a little misdirection there. And uh, but Batesville on top of that one, so a pickup of one on the play, so a uh, third down. In short, with the ball at the uh, Franklin County 44-yard line in Wildcat territory. Wee-Wee's going to come off and get a breather. He'll put Dozier back in the backfield, and that's who they pitch to. Dozier thought he was on his way around to the left, and Hamilton hogtied him and brought him to the ground. 
And uh, front page news there, Terrence Dozier was trying to run off off to his left as opposed to that uh, end around on the right. Yeah. And uh, tried to go that uh, inside handoff, but uh, Deacon Hamilton uh, right on top of him dropped him for a loss of a two on the play. So it'll be a fourth down, and uh, Batesville will use their first time out. Well, you knew when Evan already had all three of his, there was no <laughs> possible way he was going to go to the halftime break. No. With all three of his timeouts. So no, he, he burns one. We'll, we'll keep it right yeah. here. And, the, and, and he's he's a use it or lose it type of coach. <laughs> he really know? He believes in that. That's his mantra. He really is. Bulldogs got off to a slow start offensively, Tom, and yeah. uh, that apple cart majorly upset by the fumble on the one-yard line. That gave the Franklin County Wildcats perhaps a little bit of hope, but again, Bulldog defense able to stand tall and force a punt out of the end zone, which set them up with really good field position. Uh, that punt was fielded at their own 30-yard line or so. Bulldogs made light work of that and able to get uh, a touchdown there, and the other touchdowns pretty much came off turnover. Yeah, again, the complimentary football we talk about, the uh, the defensive stops, uh, whether it's uh, stopping a team on downs or forcing them to punt or by uh, turnovers. So uh, three turnovers forced by the Batesville defense tonight, two interceptions and a fumble recovery. So, uh, yeah, that's that's just a little shot in the arm that the Batesville offense needed. They were struggling, and the defense came to the rescue. Punt formation by the Wildcats. Kreckler back to feel this one, but he's going to stay away from it and let it take a Wildcat roll and bounce right inside the 10-yard line. So that'll be the Bulldogs' worst starting field position here in the first half. And it'll be a good test, though, Tom, for this offense because they have had short fields for the most part um, all night. It'd be good to see them go on a sustained drive here to run out the rest of the time here in the second and to put points on the board beforehand. Yeah, and because you're going to need that uh, down the stretch here in, in yes. the uh, playoffs. Uh, when you're going to be into those situations and uh, having to drive the length of the field or uh, at least most of the field in this case. So that base will uh, need to go 91 yards for uh, to get into uh, the end zone with 2.15 to go before the half. Giles is going to call his own number here, run around the left-hand side, stumbled, trying to keep his balance. He falls forward for a pretty decent first down run, very close to first down yardage. They'll call him one yard shy, bring up second and one. Uh, second and one. Yeah, nice uh, nine-yard pickup there by Will Geisel. Uh, of course, everybody knows about his arms, but you got to count for his legs as well as uh, Branson Galen in on the stop for the uh, Franklin County Wildcats. So second and one, Batesville at their own 18-yard line, a minute 40 and counting. Here in the first half, Batesville with a 28 to nothing lead. And Geisel uh, again with the keeper. But he does pick up the first. No, yes, he does pick up the first down, though. Justin Perry in on the stop for the Franklin County Wildcats. Perry, a 5'9", 130-pound sophomore defensive back, came up from his safety position and laid a wood, a little pop there to Geisel, but not before Geisel was able to pick up the fresh set of downs. Pullman goes in motion. Geisel from the gun. Looking to pass. Looking, looking, throws it over the middle for Pullman. 
Pullman on the wheel. Rice going to go right down the center of the field, and no one's going to touch him, and he will score. Another Bulldog touchdown. Second time that uh, Gage, Pullman, Gage Pullman has caught a touchdown pass from Will Geisel. And uh, that is the fourth touchdown pass for Geisel on the evening. And it comes with 53.9 seconds to go in the first half. And uh, it's a uh, 34 to nothing lead in favor of Batesville uh, pending the extra point attempt. So if they put points here on this, uh, it's going to be running clock to start the second half. 70-yard pitch and catch. And the kick is good by Wanell, so uh, we're going to start the uh, second, unless Franklin County able to uh, return the kickoff. Uh, they're going to start with a uh, they're going to start with a uh, running clock here. So it's now a twenty-eight, excuse me, a thirty-five to nothing lead. Batesville on top of Franklin County. Will Geisel with his fourth touchdown pass of the night. The second time he's going to Pullman. And uh, Pullman just right over the middle, caught it at the Bulldog logo at the midfield and just raced down the seam 70 yards all told. Brady Wannell adds the extra point and comes with 53.9 seconds remaining in the first half. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang. Bulldogs now hitting on all cylinders, Tom. The offense is rolling, uh, and the defense continues to pitch a shutout. And uh, so in next test, we'll see how the uh, special teams uh, responds here on the kick coverage and uh, see what they're able to uh, come up with here and keep uh, Franklin County off the scoreboard in the first half because there's still that potential for a, uh, you know someone to, uh, to bust one open here for the Wildcats. You see Carter Dozier and Blake Stevenson will be uh, back deep for the Franklin County Wildcats as they uh, get ready to feel this punt going, uh, driving toward uh, toward the – toward Batesville, toward uh, downtown, uh, going along Huntersville Road. The marching uh, Bulldog band now starting to set up to present their competition halftime show. Uh, that'll be taking place here in about 53 seconds as Brady Wanell puts things back into play. Dozer lets it one hop to him, fielded cleanly at the 11-yard line, and Dozer getting a full head of steam here, Tom, and finally gets wrapped up, but not before crossing the 30-yard line and brought down just shy of the 35. John Durkheising, among others, in on special teams along with 21 Diller Cummer for the Franklin County, or Batesville Bulldogs, but uh, I was talking about uh, you know, a little anxious moments there on the uh, kick coverage. There's Dozier, as you said, Terrence, get up ahead of steam and uh, finally brought down by uh, Cummer and Durkheising. So a first and 10 Wildcats at their own 34-yard line with 46 seconds remaining in the half. From the gun, bowling in a four-receiver set, trying to spread this Bulldog defense out and run up the middle, but that won't work. Tackle for a loss as... Wee Wee was the ball carrier. Damian Kreckler uh, with the initial stop there for the Batesville Bulldogs. And no gain on the play. It'll be a second and 10. Franklin County at their own 34-yard line. Wildcats back in the huddle formation as the clock uh, rolls down to 20 seconds and beyond. They still have 18 seconds left on the play clock, but they're rather uh, deliberate and methodical in their methods of uh, getting the play to the line of scrimmage. 
Dill with the four receiver set, direct snap to bowling, and he's going to try to run, and, and instead he'll also be brought down for a loss on the play. And that's going to wrap it up for the first half. So Batesville will go to the locker room on senior night with a 35 to nothing lead over the Franklin County Wildcats. We will step away for halftime. We come back, we'll recap all of the first half action, bring you up to date on scores throughout the area, as well as getting you ready to go for half number two. You're listening to Bulldog Football on Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Lace up your running shoes and join in Saturday, November 11th for the Girls on the Run 5K. Sponsored by Margaret Mary Health, this non-competitive event brings together girls from area counties for a morning of fun and fitness. All proceeds benefit Girls on the Run, a program designed to teach girls the importance of self-esteem and exercise. This year's event will be held at Margaret Mary's Cancer Center in Batesville. To register, visit gotrofmmhealth.org. That's gotrofmmhealth.org. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Clean up easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. 
You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. It's time for the WRBI TNT Halftime Report. Now, here they are, Terrence and Tom. Welcome to the TNT Halftime Report. He's Tom, I'm Terrence, and at the Dog Pound, Tom, Bulldogs get off to a slow start, but at the halftime break, they have things well in hand as they lead the visiting Franklin County Wildcats 35-0. And it was a Batesville team that uh, got off to a slow start offensively, but the defense picked him up and they had a fumble at the, inside the one-yard line just mm-hmm. as the Bulldogs were driving for their first score. But uh, they were able to induce Franklin County to a uh, three and out. And then uh, the uh, Defense picking up the uh, Batesville offense with uh, turnovers. They had uh, two interceptions and also a uh, fumble recovery. So with that, uh, we got uh, the – so Batesville's offense able to uh, get things clicking, and clicking they did. 5.45 to go in the opening period. Will Geisel hit Kate Kaiser with a 12-yard touchdown pass. The two-point conversion run was good by Geisel, and the Bulldogs went up 8 to nothing. 9-10 Nine ten to go in the second period. Geisler with his second touchdown pass of the night. This one a 22-yard strike to Gage Pullman. The two-point conversion try failed uh, by virtue of a penalty against Batesville. So uh, the Bulldogs still led 14 to nothing on top of Franklin County. 7.09 to go in the second period. Alex Kreckler with a three-yard touchdown run as he get it, got into the end zone untouched. Brady Wanella had the extra point, and it was 21 to nothing. Batesville. 3.59 to go in the second period. Geisel with his third touchdown pass of the night. This is a 28-yard pass to Kate Kaiser, the second time those two connected on the night. Wannell had the extra point, and it was 28 to nothing. And then Batesville with 53.9 seconds remaining in the half. Geisel connected on his fourth touchdown pass of the night. This is a 70-yard strike to Pullman, the second time those two connected tonight. Wannell had the extra point, and that's where things stand. 35 to nothing is your score at the half. But the, to tell uh, the, uh, the Batesville Bulldogs leading the Franklin County Wildcats, and of course, a lot of that uh, uh, Batesville is helped out by the uh, defense, yes. setting them up, uh, forcing those turnovers. Bushley had an interception, as did Damian Dance, and Bobby Weiler with a fumble recovery. Three turnovers uh, there in that first half. Yeah, and, of course, uh, the uh, Batesville and uh, Milan varsity football teams joining forces to turn over hunger in local elementary schools. And, uh, of course, Ripley County with an estimated 690 students in need of food on the weekends. Last year they were able to serve 210 students for 18 weeks, and that's the goal of the Ripley County Community Foundation to help more kids in 2023 because of the need is great. So to participate in turnover hunger, you can pledge a dollar amount for each turnover. The Batesville and or Milan football teams force or make a flat donation to support the program by visiting rccfonline.org. At the end of the season, 
All pledges and donations are collected and granted to five of the local elementary schools, Batesville Primary, Sunman, Jacksonville, Milan, and South Ripley Elementaries. The funds support the weekend backsack program, which sends a backpack of food home with students who otherwise would not be provided food on the weekends. So to donate or pledge per turnover, visit the website rccfonline.org. The Ripley County Community Foundation is a 501c3 charitable organization, and all donations are tax-deductible. Well, with Bushley, Dance, and Weiler all doing their part, and judging by that Milan score you gave earlier, I'd say they've got some kids out there doing their part as well. Indeed, and uh, as you alluded to, the uh, Indians uh, on top of South Decatur at the teepee, 35-7 to is the score there at the half. Also, uh, um is now East Central with a 48 to nothing lead over Greensburg. Uh, nine minutes to go in the second quarter. They uh, What they did, they made the arrangements this week to uh, institute a running clock once East Central went up by 35 points mm-hmm. because of uh, all the uh, tri- trials and tribulations that sure. the 0-7 Pirates have gone through this year. So uh, it was agreed by both coaches to go ahead and do that once East Central went up 35 to nothing. Um, also, uh, another uh, running clock situation up at uh, Ed Kalen Field. It's the uh, North Decatur Chargers of Coach Steve Stern with a 62 to nothing lead over the Edinburgh Lancers. That one at the half, and they'll start the second half with a running clock. Likewise, uh, Lawrenceburg at Connorsville, the Tigers with a 45 to nothing lead at the half over the Spartans, and uh, Rushville on top of South Dearborn, 12 to seven. That at Hinshaw Field. That one in the second period. So uh, those are some of the scores around the area. Uh, actually, we got an update on uh, on that one as well. It is. Um, it's actually uh, Rush, uh, South Dearborn has now uh, gone up uh, 15 to 12, mm-hmm. 7.33 to go in the second period. So, uh, of course, we'll uh, keep you updated on the uh, scores throughout the evening, get them uh, coming in uh, fast and furious. And if we don't have all the finals before we leave the air tonight after the postgame show, be sure to check out our website, wrbiradio.com. We'll have uh, those scores posted around the area and also our coaches' interviews as well. And meanwhile, back here at the Dog Pound, the Batesville home crowd is being entertained by the musical stylings of the Batesville High School Marching Band as they perform their competition show entitled uh, Uncharted. Excuse me. Uncharted. They are performing their competition show as we speak. We'll be back with more from the TNT Halftime Show in just a bit. All of that and more on Country 103.9 WRBI. Make some time to visit your local Napa store, Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. This month, get a five-quart jug of select varieties of Mobile One Advanced Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $34.99. One-gallon jug of Mobile 15W30 Delvac 1300 is just $17.99. Napa Max Premium Starting Fluid, $7.19 a can. And get ready for cold weather with Napa Max Windshield De-Icer, just $3.29 a can. Visit Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. 
In the battle against buffering, it's your hometown internet hero to the rescue. Make the easy switch to Great Plains Communications and say goodbye to slow internet. We save the day, bringing you a full suite of services and a faster, more reliable internet experience. All from a local provider and local heroes with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit us online at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Halftime TNT show continues here with Tom and Terrence. Both teams, I'll make that one team rather, the Franklin County Wildcats, just emerging from the locker room, Tom, and being down 35 nothing. Uh, I can't quite imagine what that conversation was like in the locker room, but they've got a lot of work to do if they want to make this a ball game. And I'm sure it's uh, pretty much uh, the same uh, speech that uh, Wes Gilman has uh, parlayed to his team and uh, other efforts. Uh, you know, just go out there, compete. Yep. Don't uh, don't think, just do, react, and uh, carry out your assignments. But uh, just don't overthink it is basically what he's, uh, I'm sure, is what he uh, imparted to his Wildcats who uh, are in the uh, Navy helmets tonight, white jerseys trimmed in uh, Navy, Columbia blue, and silver, and uh, the Navy pants. The Batesville Bulldogs will uh, be coming out here momentarily with their uh, of course, white helmets, royal blue home jerseys, and the uh, the white pants. And uh, do have a, a traffic note for you in Franklin County. McGuire Ridge Road is uh, temporarily closed because of an accident. So if you're driving around uh, Franklin County tonight, not the game here tonight, uh, cheering on the uh, Wildcats, and uh, you're out around McGuire Ridge Road, uh, just uh, want to let you know that McGuire Ridge is temporarily shut down because of an accident. All right. Bulldogs yet to emerge from the locker room. And as sloppy as, and I said I didn't want to use that term, but as not in sync as the offense was to start this game, I can only imagine what the offensive coaches are, are preaching to, to those young men. Just a really sluggish start to what we've seen um, at times as being a very precise and precision offense yeah the offensive coordinator uh, tim belmer uh, you know the smash mouth football run the ball and of course mm-hmm. franklin to their credit that's what franklin county likes to do is uh, stop the run yes and uh, but uh you know will geisel and the company with some excellent recognition getting the passing game going but uh i think that's something that i'm sure that tim belmer's going to impart to his offense to uh try and uh, run the ball more consistently uh, and of course uh, mix it up a little bit i'm sure with maybe a few passes here and there once you, until you get to uh, that point in the game where you're either uh, pulling your starters or uh, you're just going to go ahead and uh, and sit on the, the ball as the uh, Batesville Bulldogs uh, now emerge uh, from the locker room and uh, get their uh, pre uh, 
second half uh, stretching going here uh, before we get things going. So again, it is a thirty-five to nothing ball game. Uh, Batesville on top of Franklin County. So we will uh, start this second half with the running clock. Well, and if it's any indication about that locker room conversation, the Bulldogs sprinted from the locker room <laughs> so, to the field, and I have not seen them do that all year. No, so I, I think they I think they got some religion in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is well put, well put. Uh, yeah, the Bulldogs, uh, very uh, grateful, no doubt, to the defense and how well that defensive unit has played because they afforded this offense – uh, the luxury of not being perfect, um, not being in sync early on, and it not being a detriment to their overall goal of winning a football game. Uh, the turnovers obviously help. The uh, holding the Wildcats deep in their own territory um, inside the one, that definitely helped. Um, and, which, and that defensive stand actually led to the first score of the ball game. Um, and then, of course, the three turnovers, all but one, resulted in uh, touchdowns. And uh, that's where we talk about is uh, complimentary football and uh, the fact that uh, the the offense was struggling and uh, the Batesville defense able to uh, come up with the stops and also the turnovers and uh, set up some scores and set you up an excellent field position as you know, opposed to uh, you know starting on your opponent's side of the field as opposed to deep in your own uh, territory. You know, we talk about that uh, with uh, staying on schedule, staying in front of the sticks, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the same thing applies when it comes to field position. It's such a a big difference as far as where your starting uh, position is as you uh, begin a drive. So, uh, so that being said, uh, both teams continue their uh, pre second half warm ups, and uh, so uh, it will be. Um, Bates will get the ball to start the second half. They uh, won the toss and deferred. And uh, I'm not mistaken, they will be uh, going from right to left as we're uh, looking at things here at the uh, the dog pound, which is toward the interstate. Versely, uh, Franklin County will be driving down Huntersville Road toward uh, the downtown area. And the Wildcats, no quit in this club, yeah, Tom. They, nope. As they go through their calisthenics, they're still fired up to be here. And they've had uh, some glimpses of success. You recall the halfback toss and pass was a big gainer for them, picked up a big first down. That might be something they can flirt with. And Dozier early in this game found a lot of room to move. Uh, running the ball early on, and then when Wee Wee came in late in the second half, he too had some pretty good runs. Yeah, and uh, that play that you talked about, the uh, the trick play where they uh, handed off to uh, Blake Stevenson, who is also a quarterback, but uh, primarily uh, lines up at wide receiver, and uh, he pitched it to the starting quarterback down the field, so Wyatt Bowling became a receiver, picked up a, a big chunk play for the uh, Franklin County offense. But uh, you, know, you, you had the, uh, those moments where Franklin County had those thoughts, well, we're, we're still in this ball game, yes. we're hanging right with them. And uh, we had talked about that before, uh, where a, a team with a superior talent on paper, let's say uh, an underdog, uh, yeah. hang around a bit, and kind of gives them confidence and so forth. But, uh, you know, with that, uh, Batesville able to uh, uh, right the ship uh, offensively. Of course, they had together defensively and uh, thus uh, pitching a shutout. Possibly, uh, you know, if this holds, uh, it would be the uh, third shutout by the uh, Batesville defense this year. Uh, it would be back-to-back weeks uh, with uh, mm-hmm. 
pitching a shutout. So uh, it will be uh, Franklin County uh, kicking off to uh, Batesville to start this second half. And uh, it, and the Bulldogs will be going from left to right as we're looking at things here. They'll be driving toward Interstate 74. Oh, back to uh, receive this kickoff. The lone receiver, the lone return man for the Bulldogs, 85, Alex Kreckler. Dan started to go back and help out. But it's just going to be up to Alex Kreckler. They angle this. Do the Wildcats to the right side of the field. Kreckler goes over, picks it up, tries to run to his left. And instead of going north and south, just go. Uh, he goes east and west. And the Wildcats help him go south. <laughs> in a hurry. Kyle Bowles are in on the uh, stop. This made the special teams tackle for the Franklin County Wildcats. Bowles are a 5'8", 120-pound, 25-pound uh, sophomore, uh, wide receiver and defensive back. And, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he was aided uh, by uh, Kreckler uh, running uh, <laughs> running in the wrong direction, so to speak, instead of running straight up field. So, so uh, Batesville start out with a first and ten at their own twenty-five yard line. Again, the Bulldogs lead it uh, thirty-five to nothing, and again a running clock here to start the second half. Bulldogs in the power eye. Jizel under center with two receivers. Dance goes in motion. Moving to the top of the formation. And they hand off to Pullman. A huge hole, and Pullman turns over the afterburners. Leaving things where he left off in the second quarter, Pullman scores on the first play of the third quarter. Pullman already had a 70-yard touchdown reception, and now he has a 75-yard touchdown run. Gage Pullman's third touchdown of the night, uh, two by the air and one on the ground. And it comes with a 10:33 in the opening hat, or excuse me, the start of the third quarter, and uh, just like that, now Batesville with a 41 to nothing lead over Franklin County, pending the extra point attempt by Brady Wanell. So I'm going to say the Bulldog offense got the point of that meeting there at halftime when they sprinted back out onto the field. Yeah, <laughs> message received. And Brady Wanell's extra point is good. So to start the second half, Bulldogs with a 75-yard touchdown run. That makes it 42 to nothing as the clock rolls on. Pullman, a 75-yard touchdown run, uh, his first run of the night to go along with two touchdown receptions. Brady Wanell with the extra point. 10.30 to go in the third quarter. Batesville now with a 42 to nothing lead over the Franklin County Wildcats. And this scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft. Some, uh, and, it's, of course, uh, we have soccer action tomorrow on uh, 103.9 WRBI. Terrence will make the trip up to Knightstown to uh, call the uh, Oldenburg Academy Twisters boys against uh, Union County. That'll be a 2 o'clock kickoff. East Central Girls Soccer wins uh, 3-1, to one. They're, and they advance to tomorrow's sectional final. So congratulations to the uh, East Central ladies on uh, winning the uh, soccer uh, sectional semifinal in that one. Yeah, the two young ladies, two stars on that Trojan squad. They just surpassed all the school records to become the all-time leading score and assist leaders uh, there at uh, uh, East Central. So some, it's been a record-setting season is my point there for yeah. the Lady Trojans. Yeah, I mean, uh, whether it's on the pitch or on the football field with Josh Ringer and <laughs> yes. uh, a lot of his compatriots, they've uh, been shattering school records left and right this year. 
Brady Wanell puts this one back into play, angles it over to the right side of the field. Dozier will let it one hop and then start running, and then is brought down hard. <laughs> with, yeah, with authority by, uh, that was uh, John Durkheising. Wow. Nice nice wrap up there, and uh, but uh, by, by Durkheising, just wrestled him to the ground. Yeah, and it's exactly what it looked like, Tom, move from WWE. <laughs> Some other scores around the area. It's at the half. East Central 48 to nothing over Greensburg. 69 to nothing. North Decatur over Edinburgh. That one in the third quarter, obviously running clock. The last score we had at the half. Milan on top of South Decatur, 35 to 7. Another running clock. Halftime. Lawrenceburg 45. Connorsville nothing. And 7.33 left in quarter number two. South Dearborn on top of Rushville, 15 to 12. So, first and ten for the Wildcats. From their own 25-yard line, Bowling from the shotgun. A little bit of confusion here in the secondary for the Bulldogs. Wee-Wee is going to try to run to the near side of the field, try to get to the edge. But uh, Bulldogs able to track him down, but still a gain on the play. That'll make it second and mid. Yeah, Jonathan Bushley uh, finally escorting Wee out of bounds, but uh, good recognition by Franklin County and especially uh, Wee to notice the uh, confusion in the defensive backfield. So pickup of six on the play. It'll be uh, second and four for Franklin County at their own 31. Bowling from the gun. Going to hand off to Wee again this time. He's going to choose to follow his blockers on the right side off tackle. Not enough for the first down, but a positive pickup. Oh, yeah, they say he did make it with his forward motion. Yeah, his forward progress got in there before he was finally driven back by uh, Carter Bowman, also Alex Crackler, among others. But a uh, fresh set of downs for the Franklin County Wildcats. Nose of the football at the 35-yard line. So a good start for the Wildcats with their first offensive possession of the second half. From the gun, he's ready to go as bowling. Got to keep it himself, fakes the handoff, looks around to the left, ducks inside to avoid one tackler and gets wrapped up by another. Quentin Nelson in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. And they uh, going to get uh, three on that play. So it'll be a second and seven for the Franklin County Wildcats. The ball at the Cat 38-yard line. Again, inside seven and a half minutes to go with the running clock here in the third quarter. Batesville with a 42 to nothing lead, and uh, Franklin County looking to uh, dent the scoreboard and prevent Batesville from uh, notching their third shutout of the season. Halfback toss to Wee Wee. Wee Wee takes the toss on the right side, and he gets stacked up, but again, not before picking up some good positive yardage. Will bring up third down, but very manageable time. Yeah, that's what you, we talk about, uh, staying on schedule, the, uh, the the options that you have at uh, a third and four as opposed to a uh, third and six or longer and uh, tackle on the play by Judd Rank for the Batesville Bulldogs. So quickly the Wildcats go up to the line of scrimmage with a third and four at their own 42. Two receivers in this set, bowling from the gun, going to hand off. No, keeps it himself, runs around the right-hand side, trying to get to the edge, going to have to go out of bounds right at the line of scrimmage. Little to no gain on that one. Yeah, good coverage there by Batesville. They had that well strung out and uh, cut it off uh, Stevenson with the options, and uh, Dance escorting Stevenson out of bounds on the coverage. So uh, that's going to be a fourth down and punting situation for Franklin County as uh, Hunter Wirtz will go back 
in punt formation for the Wildcats. Another another uh, potential fake punt just down in distance on this one would be perfect. And I'm not sure what this is flying around the field, Tom. There's, I don't know, somebody shot off a confetti gun or what? <laughs> All sorts of yellow debris <laughs> just floating around the field there. Meanwhile, that punt is going to take another fortuitous wildcat bounce and roll and finally rolled in at the 22-yard line. That was strange. Yeah. <laughs> I looked off into the, the lights across the field, and at first I thought it was moths and or butterflies, and I thought, well, sure is a lot of them. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's – I don't know that's necessarily warm for a lot of moths and butterflies and stuff like that but because it's cooled off. But uh, I'm like, okay, somebody must be bored across the way. Yeah, it did. A good portion of that did fall on the field. Yeah. <laughs> so it uh, looks like glitter out there on the field. <laughs> Bulldogs set to go now with Geisel under center. Hands off to uh, Pullman, I believe. Nope, that's Deacon Hamilton who twists and turns his way to a five-yard gain on first down. Yeah, Hamilton ran up the middle. He was cut off and uh, had avoided some contact and corkscrewed his way off to the right and uh, picked up a seven on the play. Wow. So it'll be a second and three for Batesville. At their own 29-yard line on the efforts of Deacon Hamilton. Hamilton's had some good runs and made the most of his opportunities in this ball game as well. He is currently dotting the eye behind Alex Kreckler. They pitch to Hamilton. Hamilton is going to take this one. Shakes off a tackle but gets wrapped up immediately. He was going to the line a little gingerly, trying to follow his blocks and maybe not as a decisive a run that he had previously. But it's enough for a first down, Tom. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, it was a case of uh, he wanted the smoke, and he uh, he took it on one of the Franklin County defenders and uh, bounced it to the outside out toward the numbers and uh, got the forward progress and able to move the stick. So a first and 10 Batesville. At their own 32-yard line, uh, Batesville content to just uh, take their sweet time getting up to the line of scrimmage, what with the running clock and everything, and uh, get the play clock uh, down to the uh, down to the nubs, as, uh, and Geisel's so good at that. Shronik and Kaiser, the receivers in this set. He looks Kaiser's way between two defenders. Kaiser brings this one in, and that pass was... As about as perfect as perfect can be. Kaiser didn't even have to adjust. Just looked over his shoulder, caught it over his right shoulder, and took it out of bounds. Yeah, it's just uh, basically playing center field back there as he was along the uh, the sideline across the way in front of the Batesville bench and finally uh, wrestled down at the Franklin County 43-yard line, so another first and 10 for the Batesville Bulldogs. Now inside three minutes to go in the third quarter with the running clock in Batesville, the 42 to nothing lead. Uh, two receivers to the near side. Geisel under center. Pitches this one back. Fl- flags fly. So this Pullman punishing run will be for not. Ball came out late, and Kreckler f- jumps on top of it. But the flags in the backfield would suggest this one would go against the Batesville Bulldogs. In fact, it will be against the Bulldogs. Yeah, the preliminary signal is a uh, legal procedure, and uh, Batesville has had several of those uh, 
you know, they had a lot of those were early on, and that's where they uh, they got caught uh, in the quagmire early on yes. when they couldn't get out of their own way, and uh, had several of those. So they're going to repeat first downs with the uh, two twenty six and rolling here on that uh, with the rolling clock here. So that will move the ball back to the uh, Franklin County Wildcats forty eight yard line. So a first and fifteen for the Batesville Bulldogs at the Franklin County 48 after the penalties marked off. Last time the Bulldogs had this many pre-snap penalties would have been the Rushville game. Thought they had righted that ship since then, but rears its ugly head here again as Deacon Hamilton picks up maybe one yard on the off-tackle run to the left. Ben Becker in on the stop for Franklin County. He's a six foot, two hundred and sixty-five pound senior defensive lineman, one of the uh, anchors of that defensive front for the Wildcats, and uh, one of the few is uh, who has avoided injury to this point. Again, this is a Franklin County ball club that has uh, been racked by injuries. Seven players uh, in street clothes tonight. More of this yellow-looking confetti falls on the field as Pullman going to go to his right. And Pullman puts on the brakes about five yards from uh, the sideline, not wanting to go out of bounds, wanting to keep this clock running. Carter Dozier with the tackle for the Franklin County Wildcats, so a pickup of four on the play. So that will make it a third and ten Batesville with the uh, ball resting at the Franklin County 43-yard line. And uh, we're about less than a minute to go here in the third quarter under the running clock. The two receivers in this set, Kaiser Dance, move to the top side of the formation. Pullman also in motion as he goes out and runs a pattern himself. He's wide open again. He catches this one just beyond the 15-yard line and is held up while another fellow Wildcat tees off on him to get him to the ground. Yeah, just had to absolutely do that. The initial stop was uh, by Caden Kerr. But uh, so it's going to take the ball all the way down to the 13-yard line, and uh, so Batesville's just going to be content to uh, go ahead and let the time run out here in the fourth quarter, leading 42 to nothing. And that is one of those wrinkles or layers that Coach Evan Olry talks about. Have not seen that until tonight, where Pullman, from his halfback position, will just before the snap will go in motion to one side of the formation and then as soon as the ball is snapped will run a almost a fly pattern if you would Tom um, and both times that they've ran that he's been wide open and it's just up to Geisel to be able to locate him and find him and he's done just that he's found him very well uh, once to the tune of uh, 70 yards on a touchdown there in the first half yep and then uh was, uh, they've hit, had two connections tonight, uh, the, as you alluded to, the 70-yard uh, pass in the uh, late in the second quarter, and also the 22-yarder, uh, that one in uh, about a little over nine minutes to go in the opening period where uh, Batesville started getting things together offensively. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know, all it took was one, right. and that was the uh, the first one, uh, the 12-yard pass to Kaiser that uh, led to the uh, Batesville first score. And then uh, from there, uh, they've been rolling ever since. Yeah, they definitely, definitely have. So after the big, the big pickup there, they have the Bulldogs going to walk, run it all the way back to the opposite end of the field because of the end of the quarter. <laughs> Flip the field. 
And uh, they've got this one set up. Looks like it's a 13-yard line, Tom. It'll be first and yep. 10 from there. Yep, it is 13-yard line. So uh, the last time I had a chance to speak with Coach Ulrey, and I will I will uh, finish that thought after this Deacon Hamilton run around the right-hand side, and it is good enough for a touchdown. Deacon Hamilton on the 13-yard run on the right-hand side of the formation increases the Bulldog lead. It comes with 11.30 to go, so everybody seemingly uh, getting in on the act. Deacon Hamilton, uh, likewise, a 13-yard touchdown run, and that comes with uh, 11.19 and counting here in the uh, fourth quarter as Brady Wanell comes on for the extra point attempts. And the kick is up and right down Huntersville Road. Call it 49-0. It's the Bulldogs. Two big plays here in uh, this third or the second half, and both involving Gage Pullman. Rattled off the 75-yard run to open up this second half, and then he had the big pass, uh, big reception there just prior to the Deacon Hamilton touchdown run. Yeah, so uh, Pullman, uh, uh, we know what a great factor he is, uh, you know, like – scoring but also uh, receiving and uh, came up with that uh, big that catch there uh, over the middle to set it set that up so deacon hamilton 13 yard run the extra point by bray Winnell makes it 49 to nothing batesville with uh, 11 minutes to go in the ball game under the running clock and the scoring drive brought to you by assured partners insurance in batesville see kevin crackler got an injured wildcat member of that uh, pa defense unit He's been down ever since the kick went up. And so with the official's timeout, we will step away and take a brief timeout as well. We'll be back as the Bulldogs all over the Wildcats, 49 to nothing on Country 103.9 WRBI. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Franz Gutzweller, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. The injured 
Wildcat was able to make it off the field, required some aid from a couple of teammates and a trainer. Yep, Clayton Lunsford was the uh, injured player for Franklin County and not able to uh, put any weight on his, I guess, uh, left foot. So uh, he's still being uh, assisted to the uh, trainer's table in front of us here. So uh, hopefully it's nothing serious. And again, uh, this is a uh, Franklin County ball club just been beset by injuries. Dozier's going to take the 1L kickoff along the right side of the field and get Russell to the ground as he nears the 30-yard line. Damien Dance with the stop. Rather, Deegan Hamilton uh, with the rather emphatic uh, tackle there uh, on the near sideline. So with that, it's going to be a uh, first and 10 for the uh, Franklin County Wildcats now trailing 49 to nothing. The uh, ball at the 30-yard line. Ten and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter again under the running clock rules. It has been that way since the half. Batesville uh, took a 35 to nothing lead into the locker room at the half. And just as the Bulldog offense has picked up here as late, so has the wind. <laughs> it's really starting to howl out there. Wee-wee on the ball, carry, carrying the ball, rather. He picks up. Enough for a first down and a little bit more. He's finally brought down just shy of the 50. 17-yard pickup there by Mason Wee-Wee. Gets it out to the Franklin County 48-yard line. So a nice run there by Mason Wee-Wee. We saw a steady diet of Carter Dozier. He's been more of a uh, blocking receiver downfield mm-hmm. and uh, been using going more to uh, Mason Wee-Wee from uh, about midway through the second period on. Bowling from the gun, calling his own number, going to run around the near side again. And he picks up good yardage on first down as well. Alex Crackler in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs, but uh, not before uh, Wyatt Bowling able to uh, get it out to the 45-yard line on that quarterback sweep and gets it all the way down the 45, so a pickup of eight on the place. It'll be second and two Wildcats at the Batesville Bulldog 45-yard line. Trips up top, and uh, one single receiver on the bottom of the formation, and Wee-Wee navigates the hole and again picks up another Franklin Wildcat first down. Number two, Mason Yeah, just straight right, straight up the middle, nothing fancy there. He's looking like he got shot out of a cannon and uh, went up the middle and uh, picked up the fresh set of downs for Franklin County. Yeah, they use those four receivers to kind of spread things out up front. And we were able to find the holes on a jet sweep. They pitch this toss to Dozier. Dozier heading into uh, heading into the red zone and finally pushed out uh, just shy of the 10. And knocked out by Kay Kaiser. And uh, Kaiser showing his closing speed as he caught up with Dozier and, uh, you know, Dozier's uh, number six was getting shorter down the uh, down the field, and Kaiser able to close in on him and uh, shove Dozier out of bounds, but not before he got it down to the 12-yard line of the Batesville Bulldogs. Bulldogs' defensive shutout now in danger. They pitch to Dozier again, this time to the left. He's got some room. Bulldogs closing in, though. And they say the ball is out. And it is, and recovered again by the Bulldogs. That's a heartbreaker for the Wildcats. Finally had some good positive momentum, Tom. Had some great running plays on just about every down. Then Dozier 
who looked like he was going in for a touchdown, and as you so eloquently put it, the catch-up speed of Cade Kaiser forced him out of bounds, saved that touchdown, and on the very next play, they cough it up again. Yeah, just a, a real gut punch there. I mean, that's uh, the second uh, fumble recovery by the Batesville Bulldogs to go along with the two interceptions. And, uh, you know, just coming in inopportune times for Franklin County as they were driving. And uh, But credit the Batesville defense for coming up with those turnovers. So it will be a first and ten Bulldogs at their own ten-yard line, seven minutes and counting here in the fourth. We got a new runner here, and I believe it's Zayden Small. Yep. As he gets his first action here late in the fourth quarter, runs around the left-hand side of the formation for about a two-yard game. And if I'm not mistaken, I I believe uh, Dylan Shane is in at quarterback, and it is Dylan Shane in at quarterback. So uh, we saw we saw this uh, movie last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. This group got a lot of work. Last week up at Greensburg, in fact, two quarters worth. Yeah, with of the running clock. Yeah. Again, handoff to Small. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. So third and eight for uh, Batesville at their own twelve-yard line, but. Uh, you know, credit seeing something here. The Franklin County, even though uh, being down 49 to nothing and under mm-hmm. the running clock rules, they're still out there competing, which I'm sure has gone to uh, put a smile on uh, Wes Gilman's face. The fact that they're out there, you know, even though uh, you know the clock is not rung uh, all zeros, they're still out there competing and uh, getting after it defensively. Shana going to throw this one out, a quick pitch, uh, a wide receiver screen, and he caught it, but decided he didn't want to follow his blockers and came back into the teeth of the defense instead of keeping that one outside. Did pick up a few yards, though, but it's fourth down. That was Carson Hartley, a 5'10", 145-pound freshman, and uh, so that's going to be a fourth down situation for Batesville. They'll uh, punt it away, and Franklin County should come out of this with pretty good field position. Carson Dozer back uh, standing at the uh, Bulldog uh, logo at midfield and that's why you want to get these underclassmen these sophomores and freshmen these reps when they can because next time when he takes that pass i bet he'll follow his blockers yeah lesson learned and uh dozier decides not to field this one and it will take several bounces all the way down to the wildcat 36 when it looked like they could have had it up near midfield but again dozier Decided not to attempt to field it, and yeah, I think he saw a, a blue a wave of uh, royal blue jerseys uh, mm-hmm. bearing down on him. So he decided discretion being the better part of valor, and uh, let it uh, bounce and all the way and down at the thirty six yard line. So first and ten, Franklin County as we approach the four minute mark here. Again, uh, running clock here forty nine to nothing is your score in favor of the Batesville Bulldogs. And last week, Tom, the Bulldog reserves weren't able to score, but they did. Uh, then the Pirates in check, and they seem to be doing that here to the Wildcats as a very short gain on the Wildcat run. Wee Wee picks up two. 
Yeah, two scoreless quarters there for uh, Batesville, but uh, that's all you need to do is just tread water, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what the uh, the uh, second units did both offensively and defensively over at Greensburg last week and maintained the 49 to nothing shutout. Trips now on the near side, a single receiver up top. This time they're going to throw in that formation, a little bubble screen, our wide receiver screen here on the near sideline. Kerr, the receiver, picks up a first down. So a first down for Franklin County, a little uh, dump out there on the flat, and he bounced it outside the numbers and uh, picked up enough for the first down and then some, so it takes it down to the Franklin County 47-yard line. First and 10, Wildcats just under three minutes to go in the ballgame. Bowling looks behind him to check the play clock. I'm not sure if he knew there's one in front of him as well. Throws the pass, and they try to tiptoe down the sideline. Good effort to try to lean and get that while keeping his feet inbound, but and, ball falls incomplete. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Hunter Wirtz was the intended receiver and back covering for Batesville was Logan Tebby. So uh, Tebby back in coverage for Batesville and just uh, thrown to the outside and out of bounds and uh, Wirtz not able to come up with it. So it'll be a second and ten. Franklin County at their own 47-yard line, 218 and counting here in the fourth. Wirtz and Dozer go to the top of the formation, and Bowling's going to keep. Ziggs and Zags in between and picks up another first down on the ground. Calling his number, and Bowling has actually done some uh, some good things with his legs here in this ballgame. He really has. I mean, he... He's got the arm strength. He just doesn't have the touch because he overthrew several uh, receivers downfield that they could have uh, really come up with some mm-hmm. huge gains or possibly some scores early in that one. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's shown some uh, some really good uh, running ability there and a good recognition to uh, use his blockers and get out into the open. I go with the jet sweep. And around the left side goes Dozer. This time Dozer will not be denied. And he gets into the blue painted area for the Wildcats' first touchdown of the game, and the shutout is no more. A 38-yard touchdown run by Carson Dozier, and it comes with a minute 15 to go in the fourth period. So Franklin County uh, dents the scoreboard, avoids the shutout, and uh, they will. looks like they will go... F- and they're going to go ahead and uh, looks like they're going to go the uh, two-point conversion route. And we got Wee Wee in the backfield with bowling, and Wee Wee takes the give. And they say the play is dead before he crosses the plane. And we're using that old, look like that old Philadelphia... Eagles tush push when he got to the line, but they blow it quickly, blow it dead, saying his forward progress had been stopped. So no good on the point after attempt. So Carson Dozier with a forty, excuse me, a thirty-eight yard touchdown run comes with a minute fifteen in the fourth period. The two-point conversion try was good. It is now Batesville forty-nine, Franklin County six, and the scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball. And, Tom, I believe those yellow and orange particles that we saw flying flying around the field was just Mother Nature's way of saying fall is here. That breeze that just blew in here. (laughs) 
is crisp. Yep. So they have agreed, Tom, that this is over. No need to play the final minute and a half. Franklin County got their score and said, okay, that's enough. Yep, sounds sounds like a plan. So uh, so Batesville, uh, with the win, will improve to 7-1 and one on the season. Franklin County will drop to 3-5. and five. And tonight's game has been brought to you in part by Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Again, the final score is Batesville 49, Franklin County 6. Tonight's game also brought to you in part by Gehrings, Vaguely Napa Auto, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square Realty. And we will step away briefly. When we come back, we will recap tonight's action and most likely speak with the victorious head coach, Evan Ulrey, on his thoughts on tonight's game. All this and more coming up in the postgame show right here on Country 103.9 WRBI. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. One woman in eight will develop breast cancer during her lifetime. But the good news is its survival rate is high when detected early. All women should receive their first mammogram by the age of 40. At Margaret Mary Health, they offer 3D mammography. This advanced technology can increase early detection of breast cancer by as much as 40%. To schedule your appointment, call Margaret Mary's Women's Imaging Center at 812-933-5600. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. 
This is the Pigskin Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area football games. And welcome back, football fans. Terrence Arney alongside Tom Snape from the Dog Pound, and we've got a final for you. It's the Bulldogs all over the visiting Franklin County Wildcats. 49-6 is the final score here. And uh, Batesville, after the offense not able to get on track and uh, shot themselves in the foot a few times, the defense picked him up, forcing four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumble recoveries. And uh, once Batesville uh, got it, got things right and uh, got everything going offensively, they were never headed. They were up 35 to nothing at the halftime break, which meant the running clock was instituted in the second half. And then uh, they played add-on from there. Gage Pullman with a 75-yard touchdown run. He had three total scores tonight, two passing, uh, two pass receptions, and the touchdown run. Um, also, Deacon Hamilton with a 13-yard touchdown run uh, by uh, and Carson Dozier with a 38-yard run to get Franklin County on the scoreboard. And it was after that uh, both coaches agreed to go ahead and uh, 86 it from there. And the final score, 49-6. to Batesville, a winner over Franklin County. The Bulldogs improved to 7-1 and on the season. The Wildcats dropped to 3-5. and Up next for both ball clubs, Franklin County will uh, be home against Beach Grove. That will be a 7 o'clock kickoff at Wildcats Stadium. And the Batesville Bulldogs will hit the road for the regular season finale. They will visit the Connorsville Spartans. That will be a 7 o'clock kickoff. Terrence and I will uh, have that game for you on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Some other scores around the area. East Central with a 55 to nothing lead over Greensburg. That one in the fourth quarter. The last time we uh, scored, we had 35 to 7. Milan over South Decatur at the half. Also, uh, Lawrenceburg at big over Connorsville at the half, 45 to nothing. Halftime score, Rushville uh, trailing uh, South Dearborn, 22 to 18. And uh, and that's now in East Central, a 62 to nothing lead over uh, Greensburg. That's our game on uh, WRBIRadio.com. And if we don't have all the final scores for you uh, before uh, we leave the air, we will uh, be sure to get uh, those to you on uh, WRBIRadio.com. We'll have all those for you from around the area, as well as uh, coaches and uh, player interviews, as well as uh, we have a, a gaggle of uh, baseball Bulldogs up here uh, ready. It looks like the, they're coming on for their, for their close-up to do some interviews uh, with us here momentarily. As we mentioned, it is senior night, Tom, here yep. at the Dog Pound. So what we have before us is a gathering of seniors in Jonathan Bushley, Nathan Schronick, Carter Bowman, Bobby Weiler, and Quentin Elson all in the booth with us here after um, a really strong victory um, tonight. Again, the final score, 49-6, and we'll start things off with Bobby Weiler. Don't be shy, guys. Come on in. Bobby with um, that big play, that big uh, fumble recovery that led to another Bulldog touchdown there in the first half, kind of helped right the ship to get things going. Gentlemen, let me remind you, we are on live radio. In other words, we don't have a button to press to beep out anything. So Keep it clean. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Mr. Weiler, we'll start with you. Bobby, congratulations on uh, the victory tonight. Um, played well. And when you came up with that fumble recovery, um, you came up with so much exuberance, I thought you'd actually scored. <laughs> what was going through your mind when uh, you fought to the bottom of that pal and was able to come up with the ball? Just felt good knowing 
that I for sure had the ball and it was a turnover because both our defense and offense have been making great plays tonight, and I knew that the offense was going to score. And uh, you got up off the pile, you uh, did your uh, exuberance, and then you meet, immediately turned right back to get in the offensive huddle. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna venture guess here, but uh, you don't like to come off the field, do you? Yeah, I, I play both ways, and I love doing it as well. Good deal. Uh, this game, another conference uh, game you guys have uh, pretty much dominated EIAC play, particularly in the small school division. Um, as it stands, you guys would be conference champs. I think that was one of the goals that um, you guys set forth. Um, how good does that feel, knowing that you had these goals at the beginning of the season and one of them you can already check off the list? That feels great, and um, honestly, I expected it because I feel like we deserved it because ever since last season ended the week after, we were already back at it, getting to work, and th- this group of guys is one of the, the hardest grouping, hardest working group of people that I know, and we've all just been busting our butts all off season. And uh, Bobby, uh, you joined us in the booth last year after the win at Franklin County in the yeah. regular season. You did it again. Congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming up and uh, talking to us tonight. Thank you. Let's go ahead and pass it off to Jonathan Bushley. Jonathan, not only put a good, uh, not only did you put a good game together tonight, you put a good game together last week. Get an interception last week and a big interception again tonight talk to us about what it's like playing in the secondary on a team that's had a turnover in every single game this season uh yeah there's a lot of good guys in our secondary our safeties they they make a lot of great hits they play well in coverage i i think we really improved since last year on the coverage yeah and how rewarding is it for you jonathan after uh your junior season, uh, for the most part, um, a good chunk of it wiped out with your ACL and you're coming back and uh, playing consistently, but finally getting uh, interceptions in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, it, feel, it feels great. Um, I'm just happy to be back. Didn't really get to play a lot last year, so. Right on. And Jonathan, have you had an opportunity to think about uh, what you want to do uh, this again, your senior year uh, here at Batesville. Have you thought about your future and what you want to do next? Uh, I think I'll be going to lineman school. Okay. But I'm having thoughts about playing college football. But I don't. I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, yeah. When you have this much success, I can understand why it would be <laughs> yeah. there, just kind of weighing on you in your mind. Well, uh, Jonathan, again, congratulations on the victory. Welcome back from from injury, and congratulations uh, on. Your, your play last week and again this week. Thanks yep. so much. Thank you. Let's move on now to Carter Bowman. Uh, Carter playing a little linebacker as well as tied in. And I've had many conversations um, with head coach, Coach Ulrey, this, this season. Um, and he has spoken very highly of the linebacking core and that group. Tell me what it's like to play with uh, that group of guys knowing that you guys are pretty much setting the defensive tone for this unit. Well, I'm proud of our defense, and I love being able to say that I'm a linebacker here, but really I feel like i got to credit the D-line. I feel like they make most of the tackles, and I'm just picking up, <laughs> to be completely honest. Well, ain't nothing wrong with, with cleaning some things up when they got a guy standing there and you get to knock him down. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, this linebacking core, of course, uh, um, 
you know, you guys have been coming together for some time. I mean, again, it's your your senior season. Um, a lot of times, teams try to uh, they try to impose their will against you and try to run on you. And again, that does give you a lot of opportunities to tee off on some of the opposing running backs. How good has it felt all season long, knowing that you guys, you know, tonight we didn't get the shutout, but you guys have really held your opponent's running game in check. I believe that's a goal we've had ever since. Well, I, I mean, the beginning of the season, obviously, we lost to East Central, but, I mean, try to shut everybody out every day. Sure, sure. All right. Tom, you got a question for for Carter? Uh, no, just uh, congratulations on the uh, good effort once again tonight and, uh, you know, a successful uh, senior night, obviously. But, uh, I mean, even though you didn't get the shutout, still the fact that uh, your, your, your unit uh, you know, really picked up the offense and uh, kind of righted the ship there. Yeah, I felt I felt like it was a defensive game, but then again, I was playing mainly defense. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my that's my perspective. All right, sounds good. Well, thank you, Carter, for joining yep. us. All right, and uh, next we have Nathan Shornick. Congratulations on the effort, and Nathan, uh, seeing you getting more into the rotation as uh, Coach talks about uh, layering the offense, and uh, uh, your thoughts on uh, the fact that. Uh, gone through the practices and everything but uh, finally you're getting your opportunity yeah i mean everybody in that room's playmakers everybody goes out and balls so i mean it's now it's my time <laughs> exactly it was when your number was called you delivered kind of helped get this offense on track early on um you had some great uh, uh routes on some slant patterns that uh, jives was able to hit you pretty quick and write the numbers Talk to us a little bit about what it's like to play with a quarterback like Will Geisel, where he seems to always put the ball right there on the numbers for you. Yeah, he he puts it right there where we can go get it and fast, so defenders can't get it. Good deal, good deal. Uh, you you have those back to back catches there in uh, the the first half on a couple of slant patterns there help work the team into. Uh, uh, position to, for, to make the first score of the game, but um, as luck would have it, or unlucky would have it, uh, the Wildcats create a fumble, and they stop that drive right on the one-yard line. What was the conversation amongst the offense uh, when you guys were right there knocking on the door but couldn't quite get it in? We were mad at first, and then next drive came along, and we just punched it in. Good deal. Took care of business. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, Nathan, again, thanks so much, and um, congratulations on your career um, as a Batesville Bulldog. We wish you all the luck and success in the future. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so once again, our thanks to seniors Bobby Weiler, Jonathan Bushley, Carter Bowman, and Nathan Shornick for joining us in the uh, postgame show tonight. And uh, we're now joined by the head coach of the victorious Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey, and uh, uh, Coach, a little bit of a, uh, a rough go at the beginning, but the defense came up as we talked about to the young men and uh, picked it up. And then once the offense got going, uh, it was uh, it, they were off and running. Yeah, I think you know. Well, we started defensively, and I think um, you know they 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 kind of um, leveraged us a little bit um, a few different times. We were just fortunate they uh, they had some holdings and some chop blocks. I think that they. You know, they had to they had to cut Bobby a lot lot tonight, and you know they got caught a few times in, in a sense, you know, getting a guy on the hand, and, and so I mean it was you know the right call, but um, yeah, we were kind of teetering there a little bit. I think defensively they kind of found a little soft spot, 
But, uh, you know, fortunately, you know, Coach Bowman, the defensive group, and the coaches kind of adjusted and I think really um, helped kind of stifle that in. And then offensively, I thought for the most part, maybe outside of one drive, we really moved the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even the first drive, we got the ball the way down to the one and it right. just a mishandle. Um, you know, Will just didn't quite get out to gauge and it was just a mishandle. It was it was, it was a walk-in touchdown, right. just mm-hmm. uh, a mishandle. So I think it is one of those, as you kind of asked the question to Nathan, I think it was kind of you're frustrated, but you're like, I think we're okay, you know, um, and uh, we're, we're going to go, you know, get back to our offense, and, and we, I think we scored the next drive, and then we did have the one punt um, as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they did a really good job of, um, as in Franklin County, of saying, hey, we're going to load the box, we're going to force 12 to beat you, and we're going to force you to throw the ball in first down. You know, and of course, I had to be go against sort of my – uh, my numbers and say, well, I guess hey, we're gonna have to throw the ball on first down. And I think, as you saw, we threw the ball a lot more um, than, than what we maybe uh, were anticipating early on. But um, credit to our guys of adjusting and and uh, adjusting to the game plan. And uh, you you'd mentioned that in the pregame interview, the fact that they like to stop the run, and uh, that's exactly what they lined up to do on you. They, they did, and I think you know. Um, you know, I, you know, of course, I had my, I, I have a typical script that I want to go, go with, and to be honest, uh, it kind of got <laughs> ripped out pretty much right away um, because it was, um, you know, it's like, well, if I keep doing that, I'm going to be catch myself run the ball a lot more here and there uh, on those early downs, and um, and I think a couple of the times you probably saw offensively, um, you know, you're trying to keep that balance, you know, offensively. Meaning, and it's more on the flip side. Of, I felt like we were throwing the ball a lot, and you're trying to like keep them honest. Um, you know, a couple of times we ran the ball in first down, not a lot of the success, but again, that's just kind of what they were doing defensively. So, um, you know, again, I thought guys uh, again adjusted. Our coaching coaches staff did a very good job of again seeing seeing things, relaying things, and collectively uh, again adjusting. That's part of the game, right? It, it was kind of a chess match, but you know, again, that's what they're going to give you. Uh, we got to take it. You know, we got some guys that uh, they can catch the ball. You know, obviously, Kate Kaiser. But, you know, I thought Nathan Schornick and, and Damian Dance um, made some big plays. Nathan looked is a very good route runner. He really is. Um, and and um, so he, he got some good looks today. And probably one of his best games, probably his best game of his career. Agreed. Agreed. He definitely looked sharp in that <clears throat> early in that first half. And so you, you talk about it. Uh, Coach Gilman and his squad, they're going to stop the run, which means taking Pullman out of the game, but then you counter with with uh, Pullman on some wheel routes and, you know, none no bigger than a 75-yard touchdown. Uh, was that something that you had had in, in, the, in your back pocket through practice or on the fly, you know, just trying to get him in the game? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we knew that we motioned him out, if you recall, last week mm-hmm. one time. Um, it should have been a touchdown, and Will would probably tell you right now that Missed it should have been. It should have been. Um, and coverage-wise, um, Greensburg, Franklin County are very similar. Um, so, you know, it was one of those uh, we got, and I think you're re- referencing right before halftime, right? Yep. Um, it was kind of I called the timeout, and then man, they got a really good punt on us and got us inside the 10, and um, and it was like, all right, let's one, let's get out of this area. And I thought we did a pretty good job of just a couple just methodical runs, kind of lull them asleep, right. um, thinking like, hey, you know. And then we took the shot. And I think the minute uh, the minute we saw the way they set up and lined up, 
We're like, this is going to be a touchdown because we just knew the coverage that was going to put the safety in conflict. Um, Will makes the right read and engages right open. It was basically their safeties. He's going to be wrong. Right. right? He's going to be wrong one way or the other. Um, it's just, it's like anything. Um, if you know what covers they're going to run, you can always probably draw up a play to put them in conflict. And that's just one of those. We, we got the look we thought. Um, and, and our offensive line um, gave Will a beautiful pocket and Will made the throw. And Gage made the catch and run. So, um, yeah, I, I think those are those things where uh, I think we had a screen pass to Gage um, early, uh, probably in the second quarter. Um, again, we were running our waggle um, a, a lot of times on early downs. And uh, caught him, caught him on first down. Caught him on first down on that uh, waggle screen. And um, again, it's just that—that's just part of it, right, guys? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. We we're fortunate. I, I'm not going to say, you know, it's not like I'm a mastermind. It's just when you got the Jimmys and Joes, like you can say, well, you're going to do X. Well, we'll I guess we'll do Y. And if right. you're going to do Y, then we'll do Z. And you know, that's just kind of the difference of it tonight. We we got some guys that are some pretty good football players, and they executed well. And when they do. Uh, again, as we've said, when our guys execute, they're going to be extremely hard to get out of this tournament. Right. Well, that tournament is coming around the corner. I believe Tom and I was talking. The draw is pretty soon, right? Is that Sunday? It's Sunday. Uh, any plans, guys, to get together or watch that together? How's that going to go down? Yeah, we got a group. You know, they're going to get together again. Uh, we're, you know, again, we got a great. Great uh, group with our parents and just families. And the Geisels, again, are going to host uh, a nice little sectional gathering for the guys. And we'll get together on Sunday um, and watch the draw. I guess it's the one time the IHSA lets you kind of technically get together and uh, hang out. I'm sure there's, you know, they, they've got to get the clicks, right? Got to get the views. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, no, it, it's one of those. Um, yeah, we'll get together. And, and, again, we go right into our fall break. Um it's always an interesting time. Um, we didn't handle last year's fall break very well. As you can remember, we ended up having to move the game to Saturday and did not play uh, very well at all in that game. So I think that's a big message to our guys right now is, hey, uh, let's finish strong. We knew that we had a group that could really make a run last year, um, and I thought we were playing good football. Then we kind of laid an egg against Connorsville in Week 9. Um, and then we got you – know, I think we played well in the tournament. And uh, but that's, that's – again, a lot of those guys are back. That's kind of been the message here the last you know, the last two weeks, you know. And we got an, another opponent in Connorsville again. We're not trying to overlook anybody, but we feel like in this kind of like the last two weeks, you know, we, we we got the better team, you know. Mm-hmm. We have the better team, so we, we got to go out and execute and and uh, you know not do what says on paper. You know, let's um, let's execute and play well and go win football games and, and continue to rack that up. And uh, hopefully, our guys just continue to stay locked in through a through a break and uh, don't let any distractions become a distraction. All right. Well, Coach, once again, congratulations on the win. 49-6, the final score there. And um, enjoy fall break. I'm sure you and the coaching staff can kind of benefit from um, some some mental downtime. I don't know how much of it you'll actually take, but I'm sure you can benefit from it. And uh, we'll see you at the next one. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Uh, It was head coach Evan Ulrey after the victory at home over the Franklin County Wildcats. uh, Two weeks in the row. Uh, Tom of some pretty impressive wins at Greensburg and here back at home against Franklin County. Yeah, I mean you're outscoring your opponents for 80, uh, 80. Uh, let's see, that's where, well, never a lot, a lot. 
by a lot to six. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as you can tell, I was not a math major. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-eight to six. I mm. mean that that tell that tells you all you need to know right there. And uh, and uh, speaking of, a lot of running clock games around the area tonight. And uh, before we uh, head on out here, I want to tell you uh, East Central a sixty-two to nothing winner over Greensburg. It was uh, Milan forty-nine to seven over South Decatur at the TP. North Decatur sixty-nine to nothing at Ed Kalen Field over Edinburgh. And uh, also, uh, last we had was uh, Lawrenceburg and Connorsville, 49 and nothing. That was a running clock at halftime. And also, uh, South Dearborn, a 22-18 to 18, uh, lead over Rushville. That was in the third quarter. But, again, if we don't, uh, uh, of course, we won't be able to get all the finals for you. But uh, we will have those for you uh, later on. Just keep checking back, WRBIRadio.com. We'll have those and also our coaches' interviews uh, posted as well. The one that Terrence and I just concluded with Evan Ulrey and uh, Jerry Stanger's interv- interview with uh, East Central coach Jake Miners. Uh, th- those will all be posted here uh, before too long. And uh, also want to uh, preview as our uh, sports weekend continues there on WRBI. It is boys soccer sectional uh, final action tomorrow at Knightstown as the Oldenburg Academy Twisters take on the Union County Patriots. My guide in the mar- right to me, uh, Terrence Arney, on the call. Kickoff at 2 o'clock. Yeah, be sure to tune in there. That's an exciting brand of soccer played by those Twisters. And they were the odds-on favorite, Tom, to win this sectional. We'll see if they can get the job done. And, you know, one thing that's on my mind, just listening as you read through those scores, you know, you may say on one hand that's scheduling, that's who's playing who. But quite honestly, Tom, those scores are just telling you this is the time of year where teams start to play their best ball. And that's what you're seeing. These teams scoring 30 and 40, they weren't doing that week one, week okay. two. But when you get to this part of the season, and as the coaches are continuing to grind and these young men continue to grind and work day in, day out, week in, week out, this is what you see. This is the output when you get to a week eight. Yeah, and that's uh, team's just uh, you know improving. It's kind of like uh, working out, start seeing the results, mm-hmm. and start building muscle, and that's what a lot of these teams are starting to do. Uh, we talk about imposing your will on the offensive line or the defensive line, right. and that's what a lot of these teams, these uh, more superior, uh, talented teams, are starting to do down the stretch. And, you know, everybody says they want to be playing their best ball when the tournament starts, and it looks like these Bulldogs are rounding off into just that. Indeed, and uh, so uh, you know, a big win. Uh, you know, you know, big uh, forty-nine to nothing last week, forty-nine to six this week. So uh, in uh, Batesville, playing their uh, their best ball of the season, and they've really have really looked good, uh, except for maybe the win at uh, South Dearborn, a hiccup there. But uh, for the most part, they've uh, they've really. Uh, uh, played some really good ball. Have not uh, had the fits and starts like mm-hmm. you typically do at the beginning of the season. They have uh, played some excellent uh, football from uh, the word go. So again, the final score tonight is forty-nine to six, Batesville over uh, Franklin County. And to quote the <laughs> uh, to quote the immortal Denny Green, at this point the Bulldogs are who we yeah. thought they were. <laughs> Yeah, this was uh, and you and you did that uh, with uh, not as uh, emphatic as uh, Denny Green is. So they 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 were who we thought they were. So, <laughs> and uh, so uh, with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, tie a bow on this one. We want to tell you that uh, tonight's sponsors were Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutsweller, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. 
Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Gehrings, Vaguely Napa Auto, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Tudor Square, and our scoring drive sponsor, Assured Partners Insurance. So that is going to do it for us here on this one. Uh, another great win for these Bulldogs, as uh, Tom had mentioned, uh, with our future programming at a Super Soccer Saturday starting at 2 o'clock with Twisters taking on Union County. And, of course, on Monday we will have Coach's Corner. We'll have an opportunity to talk to area coaches, including tonight's victorious coach, Evan Olry, about their programs and their kids. We'll talk Milan Volleyball, Olenberg Volleyball, as well as OA Boys Soccer. And hopefully when we talk to Coach Ken Getz on Monday, we'll be talking about a sectional championship. Yep, uh, fulfill the mission. Exactly, exactly. So from all of us here at WRBI, including my partner in crime beside me here, Tom Snape, all the folks back at the station, Brent, Annie, helping us with uh, stats and information. This is Terrence Harney. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to High School Football on Country 103.9 WRBI.